Friday, December 29th, 2023, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, here with a special episode. Uh, We're taking a break, me and Siobhan, uh, we're taking a break from the awards season series. Uh, If you're not caught up, uh, go to talkfilmsociety.com slash tfspod for the feed for the Talk Film Society podcast and the awards season uh, episodes that we've done. Uh, because it's the it's the holiday break, I'm releasing this special episode. It's a TFS commentary. Uh, me and Siobhan recorded this back in July of last year of 2022, and yeah, I think I think it's a good one. Uh, I think we talked about this on uh, uh, an episode a few episodes ago, uh, where, where we recommended uh, what Patreon commentaries to go back and listen to. You're gonna get it for free, folks. Uh, if you want more of this, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety or talkfilmsociety.com slash Patreon. I think both links work. Uh, they should work. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, relax, sit back uh, for the next two hours and I think 20 minutes. Uh, listen to me and Siobhan talk over Tenant. You can stick it up to the movie. You don't have to. Just listen to us. We try to fill the void for as long as possible. And uh, don't expect to like the movie more after listening to this if you don't like it. But also expect to like the movie more if you already like it. Um, those are the rules for the tenant commentary. So yeah, there we go. And now, here are me and Siobhan uh, doing a tenant commentary for our TFS commentary series for the Patreon. Again, if you want more... Go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, a quick plug. Uh, we're doing uh, diehard commentaries uh, this month in December. So check those out. They're up there right now. So there you go. All right. Bye. Wow, that, that commentary recording just went very well, didn't it? Yeah, wow. It was uh, fantastic. Can, th- thank you for uh, listening to our commentary. Uh um, subscribe to the Patreon. Follow us at Gunkblader, Gunkblader and at Mark Plastics. Yeah, on Twitter. Follow um, us on Twitter. And uh, next month, we have to figure out what we're, what we're going to do next month. Marcus, do you have yes. any ideas? Um, um, well, I've got a lot of ideas in the pipe. I just got to figure out wh- what's the right time to blast them out at you. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. I mean, it's going to be hard to top. Tenant um, do you and remember how at the beginning at the beginning of yeah sorry go on I no 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 interrupt you there. I was just gonna say it's gonna be hard to top tenant uh, we're gonna be uh, whatever yeah. whatever whatever we do next is going to have to top the two hours and thirty minutes we just recorded just now Marcus so that is true keep that yeah. in mind anyway um, continue I don't I don't know if you remember at the start of the film or at the start of this commentary we synced up at uh, seventeen uh, if you're watching HBO Max we synced up at seventeen seconds. Marcelo is on Apple, um, and he synced up at 11 seconds. We decided the time, if you're on a different platform, we decided the time to, to, uh, sync up to was, uh, uh, right when the WB logo is fit into place and the red background is gone and you yeah. just see the WB logo with a Warner media company under it. Yes. And that's where we started the commentary from. Again, if, yeah, the logo will come up, you know, just like any other Warner Brothers logo in the past, uh, I know, like, uh, uh, when they released Tenants, they wanted to introduce their new WB logo, which looks weird, which I yeah. I missed the old logo. Uh, 
Um, like I yeah. miss the like I miss the old Kanye. Um, but yeah, like Marcus said, uh, it's all red. There's red clouds in the background. As uh, as soon as the background goes away and it's all a black screen with the logo, this is Warner Brothers Media. That's when you pause. Yeah, I'm uh, 11 seconds in. I think uh, 12 yeah, seconds. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we. I'm, yeah. I'm glad we were able to successfully do that commentary, and I think uh, I think the folks are going to like it. The folks are going to like so, it. Now, what now? What we have to do is like we are in the middle of a of one of those like uh, uh, things that we talk about in the uh, commentary. Where they talk about it in the in the movie, right? Where one of us has to go back in the past, and the other one has to go back in the future, right? Uh, those pinter movements. What, 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 what are those called? The 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 the, the pincer, oh, oh, the temp, temporal pincer movements. The temporal pincer movements. The temporal pincer movement. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to happen We're now. Experiencing that now. Yes. Yeah. So we have to go back and do it again, but we've already done it, so we already know what we're doing. So, right. Are, uh, yes. are you ready to go back and do this commentary again for real this time? Yes. Yes, yes. Let's start the temporal pincer movement. We're going to start the temporal pinter, pincer movement. Uh, here we go. So when I say three, two, one, play, we'll play on play as we go back in time and watch Tenant for the second time tonight. This time forwards. Last time we, well, last time we did it backwards, which was kind of hard, mm-hmm. right? This time we're doing it forwards, okay? So hopefully everybody's synced up. Here we go. Three, two, one play and now tenant is playing okay we're moving forwards moving forwards time. in time it is it's gonna be weird doing it forwards this time i know syncope syncope that's uh christopher nolan's see, production well, company yeah, see this was the end of the movie for us before okay so we can drop the bit now i don't uh why are we doing this marcelo <laughs> it's because i put out a tweet saying being honest saying uh Hey, I actually don't understand Tenet when a bunch of people were like ragging on this dude for saying he didn't understand movies. Okay. And, uh, okay. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm with this guy. I, uh, I, I also did not understand Tenet. I enjoyed myself when I watched Tenet. I think this is a good movie. It's just one I was not able to wrap my mind around. Even the basic concept didn't make sense to me. I, it still doesn't. It will never. Now, um, but I, Marcelo is going to try to make it make sense. Now, I don't think I caught the the beginning of that conversation. And by the way, yeah, the bit is over. Uh, 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 Marcus started the bit saying, "Oh, we're, we're we just did the com." That was all improvisation for Marcus. I just I just rolled along with it. That was not a traditional uh, intro to this podcast uh, episode. Which, like, remind me, Marcus, at the end of this episode, we have to do the intro. Okay. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Like I was saying, I missed the, the initial conversation. Uh, I don't know who was confused about what. All I know was that you tweeted out that you watched Tenet and you have no idea what Tenet's about, basically. Or you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I, it, it was it was some dude on Twitter being ragged on for saying he didn't understand like certain movies and such. And I was I came to his defense to say like, you know what? I didn't I didn't understand Tenet either. I liked Tenet. Mm-hmm. And then I got piled on you and the real Matt C. You were both like bullying me. Did I put that? No, are you, you stupid freak. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I said that. I think. <laughs> I think you must um, be mistaken. Um, no, no, said, no, no, no. Like, hey, bro, we're gonna do a commentary on this movie, <laughs> and I will teach you everything about it. Okay. 
So, uh, so okay, we, we, uh, if you're watching along with us, and you don't have to watch along with us, this is a long movie. I, I don't blame you for just like yeah. not sitting through it again. But uh, we're but we're, gonna, we're at like the opera. Scene the opera. Where, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. is now. Before I get into why I wanted to do this, do you understand what's happening now, Marcus, in this sequence? I'm going to ask you this uh, every gassing everybody in the crowd, like um, like uh, that that magician movie with Steve Carell. What? That happens uh, in that movie. Do you remember that? Burt Wonderstone. Yeah, yeah, Burt Wonderstone. Yes, the incredible Burt Wonderstone. They uh, <laughs> one of their tricks is that like they uh, make the entire crowd vanish and uh, reappear in a new theater. And what they do is it's very funny. It's actually a very funny. <laughs> do you want to ruin it, or they, or or should I go in uh, with that knowledge and just watch it and enjoy it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. it. It's it's like the funniest scene in the movie, and it's at the very end. Okay, um, but hey, Nolan uh, upverts expectations and puts that sequence, his homage to Burt Wonderstone at the beginning of his movie. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I this you know uh, a typical for a Nolan movie. This was an IMAX uh, prologue. Uh, before another movie, was it maybe Aquaman? Maybe I don't remember. So, what are they doing? They gas the entire crowd. Yes, they're uh, they were trying to get this and, guy and, and, out of here. And by the way, yes, like this is going to be my uh, my mission for this commentary is every time something happens where even I get confused about, I'm going to ask Marcus about too. Okay. Now, yeah. let me just quickly say, yes, I do love this movie. This is on my top ten list of the year. It came out uh, 2020. Uh, I've seen it theatrically like twice, which is I think more than most people. Maybe they've never they never went to go see it theatrically. Certainly know? more than me. Yeah, exactly. Um, two more, and it's not two more. And I thought, hey, you know, I recently rewatched some of this a few weeks ago, and uh, it was around that time when uh, I did see your tweet. Not a few weeks ago, maybe like two or three weeks ago, and I was like, hey, you know, coincidentally, I want to see it again i want to dig into it again why not bring marcus along for this little uh, experiment and we've had great uh experiences in the past talking about movies and trying to solve them on our other exactly. podcast yeah so have a nice apocalypse on uh, apple itunes apple podcasts so, yeah um but well, yeah this is this is part this is like starting us in the middle of the action we don't quite know what's happening yet. They were trying to get that guy out of there. They got him out of there. He's in this room now. And they were also trying to get these things. Yeah. So at this uh, point... Do you remember what these things are, Marcelo? At this point, um, our protagonist, called the protagonist... Uh, yes, you know, I like that. Played by John David Washington. Do you like that, Marcus? Or is that kind of stupid? Calling your protagonist that's, protagonist. You know what? No. I don't think it's stupid. I like it. Okay. I think I think it's a I think I think it's a strong choice. Like I said, I do love this movie. Uh, secretly, this might be my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Maybe I don't know. That's that's me just wilding that's out. That's bold. That's yeah. That's, that's me bold. just be. That, that's me just. Uh, that's me just shaking the haters off, Marcus. Um, but even I think riling the crowd up. Even I think, and I don't remember. I don't remember if this trailer ever went online. But it was like one of those where it's like, oh, you want to see the new trailer for Tenant? This was like 2019. Uh, it's like you only have, you can only watch the trailer in the theater. And I go, okay. So I saw the trailer in a the theater, 
and it said, I don't know if you ever saw this. It said, big bold letters, are you ready for a new protagonist? And it shows Don, John David Washington. And it was just like one like frame of, of the movie. And that was the whole trailer. Yeah. I do vaguely remember something like that. I, 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 re- I remember being hyped for this movie and like, they did a good job of like hiding damn near everything about it for a long time. And oh, it was yeah. still compelling. Absolutely. Like I just remember the, like John David Washington in the like gas mask kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and Hey, around. you know, uh, weird, uh, uh, uh you know, th- trailer for a movie to say, Hey, you're tired of all those white protagonists in Nolan movies. We got a different one here. Um, that's why I took it anyway. Um, and to sure. not, to not give him a name to just say he's the protagonist. I don't know. Kind of weird for me. Um, anyway, I, I, I'm the one who likes this movie. <laughs> okay. So anyway, well, do you, do, do you think, do you think that has meaning to the story? Not necessarily the protagonist. You don't. We we can get into it later on, but just just keep that in mind, folks. Like for me, maybe maybe the weakest part of the movie is the fact that he's just the protagonist, and he doesn't really have. He should be uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, just just name him something. You know, Joe Biden. Name him something. Right, yeah, just some random name. Just the same random name. Uh, anyway, but but John David Washington is great in it. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, okay, so John, he doesn't... Let, let me talk about John David Washington. Talk about him. Talk about okay. Him. This this guy, he showed up. The first time I ever saw him, I saw him in uh, Ballers. I used to watch Ballers. I watched like the first two seasons and then fell off. Awesome. Uh, and he was like... Uh, I believe he was like some like promising upstart or something who got put onto the football team thanks to the rock and uh rob cordry yeah and uh i think he's one of their clients or whatever and he was uh he really struck out to me he he, he stuck out to me on that show i thought and he, he struck out for you he struck in for and, you uh that was uh that was a uh, one strike but um and then the second strike came at tenant and i'm still waiting on that third strike but i do think this guy has what it takes and then i found out like i i didn't know he was john he was De- uh denzel washington's son and i and uh but i was still like in love with him before i even found that fact and then yeah. i found that out and i was like holy shit this guy can go to the moon i was i was late to that fact um uh, i'm looking back through uh the films of his um i mean Filmography, of course, he's like in little roles um, uh, like Malcolm X, Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh, he's a producer on The Book of Eli. I wonder why those three uh, in particular he's a part of. Who knows? That's interesting. And then later on, yeah, he's in uh, Black Klansman is the one that, of course. Oh, yes. Put yes. him on the that map was strike for me. two. Ten yeah. was strike three. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> now, he's out. Now, <laughs> wait. You're, you're <laughs> Let's make this clear. You're saying you're saying that this is a positive. These these are good strikes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's out into the stratosphere. You you, you, no, let's call them bases. First base, second base. First base. He's on he's on third base. He's about to hit his fucking home run. Yeah. Day. His home run is Malcolm and Murray. I don't know what that is. So, Marcelo, <laughs> back to the movie. All right, back to boat. the movie. So, okay, so what I love about this movie, let's talk about the things I love about it. The guy just took a poison pill and killed himself. A lot is on a boat. A lot has happened, okay? 
And yes. okay, I'll also say we're, we're doing this. And also remind me to do this in the intro too of why we're doing this. Because like originally, of course, this was supposed to come out in July of 2020. And we all know what happened in 2020. Of course. We don't even have to talk about it. Uh, July 17th, 2020 was the original release date. Um, and this commentary will probably come out on July 17th to Ooh. you know to commemorate the first release date for Tenant. But it actually came out uh, later on. Um, September 3rd, it says here. Uh, but anyway... Um, John David Washington as the protagonist. Protagonist now, yes, he went through a test. He doesn't know what's going on. Information is being information is being kept from him. I uh, started out as a CIA operative trying to steal this device that he's been told that we are now being told that it's just like a nuclear weapon thingy, uranium. I'm not even sure what it is. But that's a lie, Marcus. It's a lie. We all we, uh, we, we know this because we've already seen the movie. You know he's he's being he's being told shit. You know it's it's, it's, a, it's a time machine kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, 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 we'll get to what it actually is later. But yeah, it's it's confusing. And for a movie that's built on layers upon layers of like, okay, every time he talks to somebody, the protagonist, he finds out more things. There's another piece of the puzzle. He doesn't know what anything actually is until the last, you know, 20 minutes of the movie, I think. So, mm-hmm. and we, as the viewers, are along there with him. And that's why I think the movie is confusing uh, for a first time or second time or third time watch. I Ooh, Look at those guns. Look at those guns, man. Yeah, he's doing that's some power. pull-ups on a ladder. In the... Uh, the whatever the hell he's in now. John David Washington without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and Google that. He's ripped. Um, so, yeah, okay. So he was part of that SWAT team. They stopped the terrorists from killing everybody or whatever. Yeah. They... They failed in the mission, uh, though. Took, they failed the mission? Yeah, because uh, the protagonist and his team were supposed to get that device. But and they didn't. No, the Ukrainians, I, I believe, they did. did. <laughs> See, that's the thing. See, <laughs> I'm here to solve all these uh Oh, yeah, because he problems. did get beat up and he took the pill. Yeah. But what the pill actually did was, like, just knocked him out or something. So, so, like, so stopped his heartbeat. Yeah, so here, here's what happened. The Russians, who uh, were paid by the bad guy we, we meet later, p- played by Kenneth Branagh, uh, Seder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sater's men. Satan. Uh, close. Uh, Sater's men. They want that device for reasons we'll find out later. And uh, and the CIA, led by the protagonist, was going to get the device from whoever had it at the time. This the, this guy that they were going to extract. Um, and yeah, it all went to shit. So the Russians didn't get what they want. The protagonist didn't get what they want. It ended up in, I believe, the Ukrainian's hands. And we'll find out if they end up getting the device later. Uh, and in this movie, uh, are we on the side of the Ukrainians? <laughs> uh, I believe the Ukrainians are just um, just there. They're, 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 okay. They're just uh, we're definitely around. not on the side of the Russians. We're not? No, we're definitely not on the side of the Russians. The Russians... Okay, so that's something. Oh, with Seder, right? Not a part of them. 
Okay. And now, okay. Now the, this scene's really cool. How he's like experiencing the backwards time stuff where, yeah, this is, uh, the bullet gets pulled out of the thing that it was shot into and back into his gun. Okay. See, I like this. This is the first layer of this movie. So he's finding out the one, the, 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 the very basics of this plot and this, uh, these, um, these, this gimmick of the movie. Of things going backwards. Okay. We're starting small yeah. here, Marcus. We're starting small. But but a bullet. I know we're starting small. But why yeah. when did she drop that bullet so that it would just fall back up into her hand? When did that happen? Like she says, uh don't try to think don't don't overthink it. It is you have to is, feel it. is this movie Christopher Nolan trying to say quit overthinking shit? Literally, there's a line that says, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know what the line is. Oh, here it is. Don't try to understand is, is, is it. it. Feel it. Don't try to understand it, Marcus. Okay, Feel it. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm I, yelling. I, think I need to, I need to adopt that mindset. But that's the thing. So, uh, so, so because the bullet has reverse entropy, it will have done what it's doing. But you will have to just be a part of what its game, what its end game is, right? So you have to think to yourself, that bullet's going to end up in my hand, or it has already ended up in my hand, right? Okay. 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 And it doesn't necessarily mean that that has happened. It's just you're making it happen. Yeah, you're making thinking that it did happen. See, th- this is the thing: you're making it happen. By thinking you already did it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That 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 has uh, cleared up a little bit of my mind. Yeah. So essentially, you have to be one step ahead of the bullet. Yes. Yes. Because you know, as okay, as okay. we all know, time goes forwards, and you think about something and you do it. But in the case with reverse entropy, you have to think about what it did already and follow through with that okay and these are this only applies to objects that have been made out of this reverse entropy you can't do this to everything well as we find out later um or or you know let's keep it here at this scene it's only it's only with atoms that have been reverse entropied they they don't make it clear right now how exactly that happens uh, they're only really saying we've been finding objects that have reverse entropy. Um, uh-huh. So, you know, to be honest, because of like the way this movie is presented and the way the plot is presented, she might even not even know why or how these objects are being reverse entropied. We know this later on because there are machines that reverse entropy things and humans. <sighs> so what she's saying is like, we've been finding these right. objects we know the science. We don't, right. you know, you're not being told exactly what's like how this is happening. These are just like clues so far. They're artifacts. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're bringing a lot of stuff together. Okay. Uh, you're making me understand things. I hope I'm helping. They're in Mumbai now. They're in Mumbai. They need to get with a arms dealer because apparently this arms dealer knows about the bullets that are being being reversed. Okay. So we're about to meet uh, an important character. 
could okay let's say this yeah let's say john david washington he grabbed one of the reverse entropy bullets yeah he tosses it <laughs> as far as he can he pulls out his gun and says i shot that bullet <laughs> And the bullet comes back, and then he shoots that guy that was up there. What? Can it work like that? So he he tosses the bullet in the air. Tosses it. And, and then what does he do? He pulls out his gun. He pulls out the gun and says, bullet, come back to gun. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> bullet, come back works. to gun? Okay. <laughs> Well, well, it's a reverse entropy object, so it should be able to come back because he just has to think about it coming back. But and then it would, and then theoretically, it would travel through the body of that sniper that was on the roof. Possibly. I mean, uh, we're, we're also talking about like movie science too. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this is film. This is th- these are films. Okay. This is cinema, cinema dell'arte. This is cinema, kino. Yeah, <laughs> moving pictures on a screen. Um, yeah. Now, I I don't know if what you're saying will actually work, Marcus, uh, because if you're tossing the bullet, you're it's you're moving the bullet f- forward, even though okay. it's 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 thing is to go backwards. So already that's like a misstep. It's like it should be going forwards. Um, and if anything, okay. If anything, uh, if you want to shoot an reverse reverse entropy bullet, you would have already shot it, so it would have already been done. So what you should be thinking is, so so what you should be thinking is, you have this gun with a reverse entropy bullet yeah. that's already in yes somebody yes okay. So how do you get it there though? That's the thing. Okay, so let's say you're let's say a person who I want to shoot is standing in front of me. Okay. okay, I have a reverse entropy gun. Let's say the scene rocks. By the yeah, way, yeah, the scene is good. The, that to be lost. The, uh, the repelling up the bungee jumping. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I the person in front of me who want to shoot who I want to shoot. I take the gun that doesn't have anything in the chamber, and I just like pull the trigger in reverse, and that bullet will have already gone through him into in, back into my gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good this is a good okay. this is good by the way or what it, okay the bullet would have had to been shot into him by the reverse time guy yeah and then he could and then he could be like bring me back my bullet yeah okay now now the thing is like but if the person uh, okay that's just me thinking about let's just say the gun and a bullet is reversed in, a, in that scenario. Now, if the person is reversed in that scenario with the gun and the bullet, you'd you, you'd see a reverse gun. Yeah, sorry, you see the reverse bullet come out of the person. But if you were following the reverse person shooting the person, you'd see it in in normal. Uh, uh, timeline. Do you see what I'm saying? (laughs) No. Let me say it one more time. So, reverse man shoots... Reverse man shoots... Normal man, okay? Normal man. But how do you do that? Um, 
you would see the bullet go through the normal man in reverse. But if we were to follow the reverse man in forward time, you'd see the opposite. You'd see the normal man be shot normally. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think this exact concept is something we're going to talk about when we get to the car chase later. And and so, yeah, and and the whole um, my favorite part of the movie, which I'll get to later. Yeah, I, 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 well, well, even even I get confused by it, Marcus. I'm not. I'm not, and 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 even like me trying to explain it doesn't make it any more clear for me. I'm just trying to make sense of it myself. Yeah, that that's just, that is why I'm wondering because like uh, Christopher Nolan has a has a history of people calling his movies hard to understand uh, as far back as memento as far back as following probably oh but like memento is like kind of like a it's in reverse story told in a, in a reverse order yeah um and uh i uh, frankly i think that movie's pretty simple to understand if you watch the movie even on your first watch there yeah um uh inception is the same way where a lot of people said this is confusing i never understood that I thought like, no, this makes complete sense to me. I understand it completely. Um, this one though, this feels like him being like trying to kind of counteract that and be like, you know what? I'm actually going to be insane here <laughs> and make something that is actually confusing. See, let's get into even the prestige. People called the prestige confusing. What's confusing about the fucking prestige? Uh, Other than why is it so bad? <laughs> Marcelo, I joke. Yeah, I, I actually don't like that movie. I don't like The Prestige. I don't either. I don't. Oh, so, yeah. I, we, we, we may have talked about this before, but I think we're the only two people who don't like The Prestige. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I really wanted to like The Prestige. Me too. I, I bought it on, on 4K Blu-ray, so I might watch it again soon. Um, so, okay. Yeah. My, my take on Nolan... Um, I like to compare him to Dunkirk. People said Dunkirk was hard to follow. Listen, what? Okay, listen. What? I, I, uh, Nolan is an insane person. Okay, um, and I like to compare him to Richard Linklater. Why you ask? Okay. Why? You ask? Yeah, I do. Ask okay. Why. Okay. Thank you. I don't you. understand. Richard Linklater loves uh, examining time in his own particular way. Um, sure. Boyhood, obviously. The Four Trilogy, Boyhood, um, even little things where, like, um, or just like uh, going back and like making movies in the time of like Days and Confused, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like slice of life stuff, and you're seeing uh, just a specific moment. Yeah. Or his most recent movie, uh, Apollo Ten and a Half, uh, sort of like a a um, yeah. <laughs> he made a movie. This you made a movie okay. called Apollo. News to me. Apollo ten and a half. A space. A oh, space. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. A space sorry. age childhood. Apollo ten and a half. A space age childhood. It's on Netflix. Richard Linklater made a space sci-fi movie. <laughs> okay, that movie. Okay, Apollo ten and, ten and a half is about a boy. Uh, uh, basically saying. What a bad name. Yeah, it. Oh, ten and a half. Okay, it, it, here's the premise of that movie. Um, it's set uh, 1969, uh, before the uh, the moon landing, 
um, and the premise is this boy is just basically saying, "Oh, here's how it was in Houston in 1969. Here's what's here's what's well, here's what was happening in the world and in my suburban neighborhood." And also, by the way, um, I was basically uh, the first pilot to pilot this Apollo uh, shuttle um, called the Apollo Ten and a Half. Congrats! As as a um, and this is all fictional, of course. This is all just like from the mind of a child. Um, he's like, oh, I went to space first, and I went to the moon first before Apollo Eleven. Uh, but yeah, it's a magical animated movie about living in 1969 huh. in Houston, Texas. Anyway. Understood. Understood. So uh, uh, Richard Linklater is very loving towards time and memory and all of this. Look at that. Look at that in the background. Canon place. We're trying to figure out the canon of this movie. We don't understand <laughs> it. That, that right there, that's that's telling us something. Christopher Nolan, on the other hand, I said, I'll said all that about Richard Linklater. Sure. Okay. Time. You know, Memories. Uh, uh, we have to accept it. It's fine. Nolan, on the other hand, hates time. He is he. That's his like worst enemy is time. Uh, th- this is my interpretation of it, anyway. In in Memento, you see it like with his character who has like this like mental uh, illness where he has short term memory, and mm-hmm. it, it it alludes to like uh, like dementia as well. S- basically, a horror movie by the end. Uh, that's Memento in Inception. It's a race against time uh, and memory. And like uh, uh, the memory of his dead wife is l- literally trying to kill uh, DiCaprio's character. Um, and in Dunkirk, like events that take place over days and hours and minutes all boil down to two hour movie, which is like mm-hmm. perfect. Um, uh, anyway, and then in this movie, it's all about time going backwards and the inevitability of death uh, either way. <laughs> um, so y- you think, like, like who's another director that is obsessed with uh, death? Like a, uh, like a Michael Haneke or something. Like, you, you think they're being more literal and maybe, or maybe Christopher Nolan's being more abstract. He's definitely about, being... Uh, the idea of, like, how we can't escape time. Time is the most fundamental part of our lives that we cannot control. Yeah. And well, and like, I can control it through cinema dell'arte, kino, <laughs> through whatever. It, it, what have you. Oh, and we forgot one. We forgot, we forgot a huge one, Marcus interstellar, which I think it, I have it, not seen it. Th- okay. Uh, I'm going to spoil it a tiny bit. It, it won't spoil your Do enjoyment it. of that movie. I've, I've, I've been spoiled. Okay. But okay. But then going back, just to reiterate, just to prove my point, again, I should write a thesis paper on this. A majority of Nolan's protagonists, like their speed of protagonists, a lot of his protagonists are like they're the, the bad guys in each movie are not necessarily bad guys. They're it's the concept of time and memory, time and memory, mm-hmm. Memento, Dunkirk, Dunkirk is a race against time, Memento race against like himself and his memories, Interstellar. Um, there's a point where they're trying to save humanity, but when they visit a planet, like every minute on every minute on that planet is like a year. So that is insane to think about. Where like it, th- th- there's a moment, there's a montage in that movie where they spend like five minutes, ten minutes on a planet, and like back on Earth, several years go by, and it's it's brutal. Um, 
what I miss anyway. And then this movie, Elizabeth Dunkirk, Vicky, tall lady. Yeah, there's there's the tall lady. We all love the tall lady. Tall lady. And in this movie, yeah, they're racing against time to stop these uh, terrorists who want to uh, destroy uh, humanity by reversing yeah. everything. And I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I think the finale of this movie is a letdown for me. I don't I see like that. the final action set piece, but uh, anyway, we can come back to current time. Uh, this John David Washington is meeting up with the wife of uh, Kenneth Branagh, the ultimate villain here. Um, so th- this she wants she clear she has like an abusive relationship with him. She wants out, and uh, she's kind of helping the protagonist uh, help helping him along a little bit, right? Yes. Um, her plot line, where she's like an art dealer slash uh, authenticator. Uh, her she she sells uh, Seder Kent Brana seashells by the seashore, and she also sells a excuse me she sells a fake painting to him, uh, made up by this artist yes. uh, who yes. apparently is is dead maybe and who maybe was a former lover of hers. Um, but yeah, the he made this fake painting. Uh, she sold it to the bad guy, and now the bad guy has this blackmail over her, saying, "Hey, if you divorce me, if you leave me, I'm gonna tell everybody you sold me this fake painting." Right. Yeah. Right. And of course, it's dangerous for him to be around. Champagne her. problems. Am I right? Yeah, you're right, Marcus. You're right. <laughs> Uh, Marcelo, uh, since we have a little bit of downtime here, nothing's going to happen in this kitchen, I'm sure. Not yet. Um, I drank a Mountain Dew already. Nice. A full Mountain Dew can. And now I have opened up an old-fashioned apple orchard can. And I'm suck- sucking away at that. A what can? Uh, uh, Angry Orchard. Oh, old Angry fashioned. Orchard. Old-fashioned. Oh, wait, here comes the line. Yeah. Here it comes. Here Ordered my I ordered sauce. my hot sauce an hour ago. That's funny. I sent out a tweet. That's funny. I sent out a tweet saying, hey, share comments or questions about Marcus and I recording a tenant commentary. One comment we got from B.A. Parker at a Parka Us Farce. Sorry if I said that wrong. She says, this remains one of the most egregious ad libs I've ever witnessed. Nolan was wild for keeping this in. Even the gif pains me. I shared a gif of this moment from the movie where he says, <laughs> I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago. So that's the line she's referring right, to. Right. Does she think it's being uh, maybe a bit exploitative? Of <laughs> it's a stupid line. Yeah, protagonist. It's a, it, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's silly enough for like me. Like Hillary Clinton saying, uh, I keep hot sauce on me all the time. Or Hillary Clinton yeah. saying, Let's Pokemon go to the polls. Exactly. One yeah. of those things. Um, I, uh, but is it as bad as like any James Bond, you know, Brosnan line? Marcelo, what the fuck have you done to me? I have 12 notifications. I've never had that many. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I included you in this tweet. You're popular. No, I just had five replies, three likes, two retweets. That adds up to 12, I think. I'm going to drop this in um, our Discord, see if uh, anybody bites. 
All right, so are you getting this movie so far? Is is is, is this commentary helping? Because this commentary is for you, Marcus. Oh yeah, I get it, hundred percent. All right, good. No, yeah, I and look I, again. Let me reiterate, Marcella, you have helped me a little bit. I, I'm starting to kind of understand how temporal fucking objects work. Yeah, um, inverted entropy, just a little bit. Inverted entropy objects work. Yeah. Um, who is who is Robert Pattinson? Robert Pattinson is a handler um, who is a contact for the protagonist. Um, so far, uh, r- right now in the movie, uh, they're they're doing their like little Mission Impossible, like uh, going over the plan, you know, because they're, they're gonna have to break into this Freeport. Um, mm-hmm. He's just uh, he's just along for the ride. Uh, nothing too suspicious. We don't yeah. think too much of Robert Pattinson. Am, am I? Am I am I correct in remembering that like there's a little bit of like suspicion about Robert Pattinson's character? Like, is he really on our side? Yes, uh, uh, you'll see that later on. But for now, it's like, yeah, he seems like an like an all right guy. But yeah, there, there, there's uh-huh. going to be a question about his allegiance later on. Handsome devil, handsome devil. He's so good. I, li- I like Robert Pattinson. He's the de- the devil all the time. You seen that? Great performance. Um. I forgot what he plays in that. I did see that movie. Who, who was he in that? He's like a preacher. He's like the preacher. Oh yeah, he's crazy. like the bad guy, right? He's like the guy who like sleeps with Hardcore that preacher, the yeah. girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleaze ball. Tom Holland's Tom Holland, in that. Also good in that movie. Yeah, that's, Tom Holland. That's not. That's not a. It's not a bad movie. Performance today. It's not a bad movie. No, it's not. I. I was look. I was look, just thinking about it today. That's why it's on my mind. But like, I. I. I I like that movie a lot. For Speak, speaking reasons, of time, so don't like it a lot for different reasons. Speaking of time, doesn't that have like a flash forward? Does that play with time? Yeah, a bit? yeah. It definitely. It definitely does. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even a flashback. I don't know. Uh, one thing I wrote down um, when the protagonist was talking to uh, Debecky, uh, she was saying uh, that story about how oh, I was on that ship. And that lady jumped off the ship, and I wish I was that lady. Um, that was a flash forward to what's going to happen later in the movie, but it's also a flashback. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is that cool, Marcus? Is that great? Yeah. So <laughs> there, he was like sur- getting the information, surveying the the like facilities to figure out what, exactly what their uh, fail safes are to yes figure out how they can exploit it, how they can finish their mission. Yeah. He was acting to be uh, a rich uh, art connoisseur. Yes. Because they're trying to get into the center of this uh, of this free port um, where all this art is collected, where these rich people are keeping all that art there just to not pay taxes on it. Um, and Seder, the bad guy, is keeping something in there that they don't know about. They're, they're not sure about. See, okay, here's a thing. Here's a thing I like, okay? Uh, the structure they're breaking into is a pentagon, okay? Uh, where at the center of this pentagon is the is what they want. Now, the movie itself, now this may be this, this may sound pretentious, Marcus, but the movie itself is a pentagon where with each layer <laughs> we get closer to the truth of the movie. See, see? See how I did that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I heard you snickering. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> so are you understanding this so far? 
Uh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> this man right here, of course, uh, Himesh Patel. Uh, remember him from yesterday and Don't Look Up. Who did he play in Don't Look Up? Philip. That doesn't give me anything. Well, hey, look. <laughs> I did not like that movie. You like that movie? Don't look up. Uh, couldn't finish it. Could not finish it. Good. <clears throat> Good. I get it. I get it. I understand. But uh, just because you're trying to make a good political point does not mean you're making a good movie. I did. I did like yesterday. I did like him in yesterday. That was a cute movie. I would like to see yesterday. It was a cute movie. I I do like um, the actress in it who, if you give me another second, I can pull it up and I can say with 100% confidence that it was... Lily James. Emily oh, no, nope. Lily James. Lily James. So, so Olivia James. amazing. Lily James. Did you say Olivia or Lily? Lily James. Lily James. Okay. Lily James. I do star. I a porn star by that same name. <laughs> um. Lily James, star of Baby Driver, Darkest Hour, Sorry to Bother You. Yesterday. Oh, was she the was she uh um canceled man's girlfriend in that? Yeah, she was baby driver. She was Deborah. De- Deborah, okay. Yeah, she's really good in that. She's probably my favorite part of that movie. It says here a wait- really, really bad movie. It says here a waitress employed at Bo's Diner who becomes baby's love interest. Emma Stone was an early candidate for the role. I'm gonna be honest. I I cannot see I cannot see Emma Stone in that role. No, I can't either. I, I don't think that works. No. She's got too much uh, recognizability. Yeah. If anything, she should be the star of Baby Driver. She should be yeah, the baby. She should be baby. She should, uh, um, I'm being very serious about that. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you, and how did you like Baby Driver naming their main character Baby? <laughs> I don't want to talk. Should should the August commentary be Baby See, Driver? It's the same. It's the same question. I don't care. <laughs> Protagonist. It's silly. I think, I just think it's silly, and I like it. Now here is one of the craziest action scenes I've seen in a long time. Okay, Christo- this is Christopher Nolan going full tilt. Christopher Nolan tossing gold bars. I'm sure those are not real gold bars, but still, the fact that he's just tossing shit out oh, of a moving airplane. Real gold. <laughs> he's that's a real airplane. Those are real people jumping out of the airplane. And he's going to smash an airplane against the building. Oh man, those stuntmen had to do work there. Yeah. Holy shit. I wonder. I wonder what uh, how they feel about whenever Christopher Nolan calls. It's like, man, got to do actual <laughs> stunts this time, not like CG stunts. We have to sit. We have to like sit in a car in a van <laughs> as it's rolling off of a bridge. Come on. And you're shooting us at ultra high frame rate. See, this is good. This is the good stuff right here. Look at this actual airplane. Oh my God, this is this is Michael Bay shit. Actual airplane running over actual cars. Yeah. And we're about to crash into a fucking building and within a fiery inferno to steal art. This is what film is about, right here, people. This is exactly. Cinema. 
And he got off smoothly. What is this? The 1980 Zuckerberg movie Airplane? No, it's oh, the 2020 man. Tenant movie. Sorry, the 2020 Christopher Nolan movie Tenant. <laughs> now, now that you say that name, I'm starting to realize that Tenant is actually the same way forwards as it is backwards. You're just not catching it's a that? Palindrome. Yeah. Oh, these guys are done for. It's uh, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Robert Pattinson totally plays Neil, by the way. Did you know that was Neil? Neil. <laughs> Neil. No, they should have called him the the helper. The helper. Um, yeah. The, like, like if the, go, go all the way with the protagonist. Well, you know it, what? You're right. It is weird that he's the protagonist <laughs> and everybody else has names. This you know is what, what I'm right. saying. This is what I'm saying, okay? Think about it. He's the only person without a name in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Even, even, even Martin Donovan... The guy uh, at the beginning of the movie, after he wakes up from a coma and says, hey, tenant, and he crosses his hands together, his name is Faye. He has a name. Kenneth Branagh should have just been the the Rusky or whatever. <clears throat> the antagonist. The antagonist. Yes, exactly. So they got uh, poison gas filling the room. Yeah. He's trying to lockpick the door to get the hell out. And finally they can breathe now that they're one inch away from the poison gas. We're doing pretty good with this commentary. We're, we are... I think we're actually talking about the movie. We're 45 minutes in. Now, here's where I'm going to bring up the, the, the one thing I did uh, that I think was maybe the best thing I've done in a while. Um, and this was two years ago. Uh, when the movie came out on DVD... Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray. Uh, I I said to myself, "Hey, watching it again, I wonder what happens if I play this movie backwards and forwards at the same time." Um, and I tweeted it out. Okay. I tweeted out a video. I don't know if you saw this video, Marcus. I'm going to retweet it now. I vaguely remember this. Uh, okay, I just retweeted it. Oh, hold on, I'm retweeting it now. Uh, speaking of tenant. There, I tweeted it. So in my tweet, I said, here's a cool thing about Tenant. If you play the movie backwards and forwards from beginning to end simultaneously, the two separate action scenes at the first turnstile overlap. So this scene overlaps with the, the scene where we're here next, which is like in uh, further in the movie, right? So if you fold the movie in half, okay. if you fold the movie in half... Then like Mad Magazine. Yeah. Then then the turnstile scenes overlap. I'm not sure if that uh, I'm not sure if that makes any sense to people listening. But if you go to my Twitter account, and you, uh, it'll probably be near the top. I'm gonna pin it on there for the next few weeks. My video of like so, of like these two scenes overlapping. Yes. So this is where shit's kind of getting crazy. We're getting the first real taste of backwards stuff through time he's fighting himself we'll learn that later yeah he doesn't know who he's fighting um, and yeah and, and this is the first yeah. encounter with a person who's been a uh, reverse entropied temporal whatever yeah, yeah. reverse intranate related yeah and uh, okay the great thing about how they shot this is uh they shot this two ways um where one person goes backwards the other one goes forwards and then 
the next take there, it's like, okay, now reverse that. No, the other person goes fat backwards. The other person goes forwards. Okay, so how are they interacting with each other if one person's going forward and one's going backwards? So you have to keep an eye on, like, okay, the guy in the mask, is he's going backwards, but John David Washington's going forwards. And here is the moment. There's Robert Pattinson taking off the mask of one of the people. And this is where we say to ourselves, hey, is Robert Pattinson on the good side or bad side? Yeah. And he sees himself? Is that what that is? No, he sees uh, John David Washington. He's a protagonist. Oh, I thought I thought John David. Wa- I thought the protagonist was fighting the protagonist. Right no, now. there. At this point in time, there are three protagonists. <laughs> I'm being dead no, serious. No, no. Where'd the third one come from? Well, I know one of them comes from going through the machine. Does the reverse one go through the machine? This is another one. This is the fucked up thing, Marcus. Okay, so just think about the two. No, think about the one person going in the machine. Okay. What has to happen is when they come out of the machine, one's going in, one's going out, but they're they're both yeah. going – one's going backwards in time, the other one's going forwards in time. So that's why they had – there was two protagonists running out of the machine from the two different ends. Okay? Yeah. So the one that Pattinson takes the mask off of, that protagonist is going forwards. And the one the protagonist is fighting, that's himself, but that one's going backwards. That one's going backwards. Yeah. But why is this one here? <laughs> and who's then who's this protagonist that we've been watching the entire time? This protagonist is completely separate from the, from the two that came through the turnstile. So he's just living his own life. But he will eventually be one of those. He guys. will eventually be one of those people. Yeah. Okay. Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. Okay. And I know I know yes. We're going to talk about it again when it when when we're at that part again. Yeah. 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 It it's still just No, okay. The, it, I, the I've, I've never felt stupider in my entire life. <laughs> Make that a pull quote for this uh, commentary. <laughs> I've never felt stupider in my entire life. Marcus Irving. You've gotten some more responses to that tweet. Why don't you get another one out here? Okay. Um, Dave. Uh, at that darn Dave. Good old Dave. He's so, he's so lovable. He tweets. Shit. No. Shahit. Which kind of not, which uh, is reverse for why are you watching shit? Oh, sorry. Why are you watching this? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this backwards almost looks like shit. So he's he, he's being playful, and I think we've already. Uh, talked about why we're watching it. Uh, just to, uh, I, I like it a lot, and Marcus is confused by some of it, and uh, the anniversary is coming up, uh, so why not? Matt looks like he is flat out refusing to respond. Seems. Hmm. Oh, Matt says no. Yeah. I see. <clears throat> 
Yeah, oh, no, he did. He did. Uh, he mentioned, what's your favorite hot sauce? Oh, this is a good question. I think the gif was a mistake, Marcella. Why was it a mistake? <laughs> now everybody's just talking about fucking hot sauce instead of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, yeah, hot sauce. What's your favorite hot sauce? Uh, I don't like Tabasco. Never have, never will. Uh, I I like uh, I like um, the green Tabasco. That's pretty much it. Uh, in terms of Tabasco, Tabasco. Never tried it. Uh, Cholula is good. I think that's the basic one. I yeah I tend to always get Ch- Cholula. That might that that might be my answer. I'm not I'm not super well versed in this. I was on, I was not. Uh, spicy foods were outlawed in my house until I became of age and decided to venture out. So it's not something I'm super well versed in. Um, uh, what, uh, 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 they're okay. Me and a friend of mine, uh, about three years ago, 2019, we went to a hot sauce festival here in Austin and I picked up a, I, I wish I knew the answer. Uh, but I picked up a hot sauce that was amazing. I forget the name of it. I forget the brand, but, uh, I might, I might try to look it up and I might try to buy some cause I, I remember it being amazing. So, yeah, I I I get into I get into hot sauce for a bit for a while there. Here we go. The best craft hot sauces. Uh, Yellow Bird cheese hot sauce. Yellow Bird is pretty good. I think Yellow Bird is actually uh, local in Texas. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll I'll find it later on. Uh, okay. So let's get back to this commentary. Okay, I'm in a boat. I'm boating. Now we now we gotta dig into it. Now since this boat scene's happening, this is it. I see no reason other than uh, Christopher Nolan is a huge James Bond fan. I see no reason why the protagonist would be. Driving in boats, being in cool in like cool uh, you know dress suits, you know being a badass action star. Other than Nolan saying, "Hey, I want to do a I want to do a James Bond movie." Marcus, what do you say to that? James Bond. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is James Bond esque. Uh, that, that it seems like a minor little homage. I I agree with you. Are you are you a fan? Am I supposed to add more? No, <laughs> I'm also typing as you talk. Um, uh, type to me. How how do you feel? Do you think Christopher Nolan? Okay, this might be an obvious question with an obvious answer. Christopher Nolan, James Bond movie, good. Yeah. And who would be uh, the James Bond in a Christopher Nolan James Bond movie? Man. Shit. I can give you my take. That's a a great question. I don't know. My take is, uh, much like Spielberg, I don't think he needs to make a James Bond movie at this point. Uh, Because Spielberg... need to. No, I mean, he doesn't need to. I mean, maybe he would still like to, but I think he like he's done uh, at least two movies so far 
or actually, if you want to count one of the Batman movies, at least like three or four movies where he's done his own James Bond homages. Where, yeah, sure. I mean, he doesn't, at this point, he doesn't need to do one. But he's also just played in that world enough where he, I think he, yeah, the, the, there's enough there where I feel like we we got a sense of what his James Bond movie would have been. Because The Dark Knight Rises is basically a James Bond movie by the end. I think that's why my favorite one is The, um, the, the Dark Knight Rises. I uh, We don't have to get into this. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Kenneth Branagh in this movie in general? He's a, he's a silly man with a silly accent. But I like yeah. him. I like him. Yeah. I like him in it. You like him? Yeah, I do like him. Again, going back to that James Bond stuff, like he he's just going for like a like a, a smarmy bad like smart Russian bad guy. Sure. I like him. He gets silly. The 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 whole heart monitor thing is a silly thing. Speaking of silly, here's another silly moment, which I enjoy. It's coming up here. Have you seen Nathan for you? Marcelo, come on. Of course you have. <laughs> I just rewatched that episode where he did um, Pink's Donuts. Remember that? Remember that episode? Uh, what's the gag? I don't remember. So Just on that. Wh- what we just saw was uh, a servant on a boat just presented uh, Elizabeth DeBecky with a food tray. And she took the cover off the food tray and thus, the art uh, that she sold to uh, Seder is there, the, the fabricated art. And Seder's going, hey, I caught you. You thought you were going to you you destroy this piece of art that I'm blackmailing you with? No, it's still here. And I made a whole point about presenting it to you as food, as if it were food, but no, it's actually the art. Right, right. In the Nathan For You episode where he, uh, he uh, helps uh, Pink's hot dogs... Uh, his gimmick is if you're in line at Pink's Hot Dogs because Pink's Hot Dogs in uh, California is famously uh, busy and has long lines. Yeah. But he goes, if you have a good, if you ha- if you have a good excuse, you can cut in line. So a gentleman uh, says, <laughs> a gentleman says, yes, uh, I have a doctor's appointment. So he cuts in line and gets a hot dog. But Nathan uh, decides to put a private eye on him and follows him and it turns <laughs> out he he was lying and he went to he went to a movie instead this guy so what nathan does is he calls him lies to him says you're the one millionth pink's hot dog uh, uh, a customer so we're going to give you an all expense trip on a boat so he lowers this guy on a boat presents to him his prize which is on a food tray with a cover on it he says, and now here's your prize. And he uncovers the, the, the cover from this food tray and he goes, nothing. And it's empty. <laughs> Love it. So what I'm saying is Christopher Nathan. Nolan is a Nathan for you fan and stole that bit. Nathan, it's all for you. Yeah. <laughs> 
What's this new show about? I haven't watched that trailer. The rehearsal. The rehearsal. It looks like it's um. What's interesting? I, I've been doing a big rewatch of Nathan for you. I was actually just doing that before we recorded. I was watching season four. Um, a lot of that show uh, is uh, Nathan like putting these like real people in uh, uh, in situations and like making them rehearse situations, right? In, on Nathan for you as part of his uh, gags. And I think the new HBO show he's going to do is basically just that, where he's just like getting real people and having them rehearse aspects of their lives to an insane amount, is what I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. Which that could be fun. That's a it's a it's a good premise. I'm I I, I trust him with my life. Yeah. Anyway, I, I didn't realize we were going to talk about Nathan filter this much in a tenant commentary we don't have to so she just tried to kill andre <laughs> yeah. um and john david washington saved him and she's upset well uh, understandably well, well washington did lie to her uh she, she he did tell her earlier that he did uh he 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 was supposed to get the 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 painting for her the fake painting for her but yes. he, he never yes. did so really, it's his fault. He failed, or did the 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 one that moves backwards get it? No, I I don't think he was ever going to get it. I think that was just an excuse for him uh-huh. uh, to get in there. And now she's and catching then on. What did he do in there? He found out that there's a device in there that turns people backwards in time. See in the art museum. Yeah, listen, listen. This whole art subplot, it it doesn't really need to be here. It it, it does give Elizabeth Debicki like some motivation, sure, but I don't know. It, 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 I do appreciate that it does give her some some sort of agency, but we uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, we we have just passed the one hour mark. Okay, we're doing good. 90 minutes to go, folks. 90 minutes to go, people. Can we solve the mystery in that amount of time? So far, we're doing great. All right, uh, check-in time for Marcus. Marcus, how you doing? Um, I am confused. <laughs> Still? I'm mildly upset. Upset? <laughs> About being confused. Um, Let's go back to the messages. Still, all right, I can I can keep looking at John David Washington all day, and uh, my eyes will just glaze over, and I can just think about him, and I like that. Manish Mathur, amazing uh, uh, alum of uh, Talk Film Society. Uh, Love podcast. What's this show called? <laughs> I, we are talking about pod. Pod it, to love you. It pod to be you, you idiot. It pods to be you. Yes. A fantastic podcast on the Talk Film Society Network. A play he, on it had to be you. Yeah. Listen, let's not get into it. It ought to be you. If you listen to the podcast like you should, Marcus. Uh, the, uh, I have. The, I have. I have listened to it. Okay. The title song is It Had to Be You. It Had to Be You. And so that's what it's a play on. Okay, and we right. replace and we replace had with pod. Yeah, why not? Make it our own. Why not? Um, it was his idea. Great idea. 
Manish, what the fuck's happening here? Manish says, "Ignorance of this commentary what is my ammunition." What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Shut <laughs> what, is this shit? what is this shit? Okay, these are these are these are the things that allow you to go back in time. Okay. We'll get to Manish later. I'm sorry, Manish. I don't mean to disrespect you. So, uh, Seder Kenneth Branagh is telling uh, the protagonist about how he came how he came upon this whole backwards uh, a timeline subplot thing. Not subplot. I mean, like the the main plot of the movie. All right, people going back in time. So his city is a city in Russia that was basically uh, a front for uh, nuclear proliferation, right? Um, so it's in the flashback, you see him cleaning up his city, uh, and then lo and behold, he stumbles on to a uh, a chest of gold bars and instructions from the future. Okay? Now, how does that work? Well, people in the future reverse entropy this uh, this box of goodies, the gold bars and the and the um, instructions, and buried it in the future so that somebody in the past can dig it up. And that person in the past being Kenneth Branagh. So Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh knows about the future and about how in the future there will be devices that turn things back in time. And so with that knowledge, he builds his machines, he raises an army so that he, so that he can fight the future. Marcus? He's, he's fighting in the future wars. This is like that Chris Pratt movie on Amazon. Exactly. He's fighting in the future wars. So do, do you know why he's fighting the future? To to game stock market. <laughs> his, his, no. His, basically, what he wants is to destroy the world because he's dying of cancer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We, 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 he's we, dying of cancer. He says, look, if I have to die, so does every single other person on this earth. Exactly. So he's on the side of the bad guys who want to reverse all of time. They want to reverse entropy everything. And what happens when things reverse entropy? We all become Benjamin Buttons, and we all go back to nothingness. Now, nothingness right. is on both ends of the scale, though, right? Um, but in this movie, they make, it, they, make it, they make it clear that if we go backwards in time, that's worse than going forwards in time. Oh, for sure. Okay, so this is a metaphor for... Uh don't live in the past. Live oh, in the future. Exactly. Live in the now. Go forwards in time. Don't go back. Uh, okay, because reverse entropying anything is a bad thing. Reverse entropy is bad. Make that. I, 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 I want to make that clear, Marcus. Why is it bad? Okay. Uh, first off, it's confusing. First off, people are going to think they can just throw bullets in the air and like shoot at them or something. I don't know. That's dumb. <laughs> Uh, it's also bad because for some reason, and 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 the and the lady in in the science uh, 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 garb earlier was talking to John David Washington about this. She goes, "Oh, you don't want to be shot by a reverse bullet." Um, we do we do see somebody get shot with a reverse bullet later. Uh, that's that hurt. Th- th- that's bad. And then also, uh, oxygen, uh, uh walking. Uh, doing anything backwards is 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 not good. That's why he's wearing the gas mask. Later on, yeah. 
Yes, that's why he's wearing the mask. Okay, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll that's get why to that. He turns into Jim Carrey's the mask. Yeah. Well, excuse me. We'll we'll get to that when when we get to that. My apple orchard is gone. My my drinks are gone. I'm left with my candle. Uh, Marcus Yankee candle. Is there something you talk about for thirty seconds as I go get another drink? Yeah, I'm going to talk about my Yankee candle. Okay, I'll be right back. Uh, folks. My Yankee candle here. It is uh, giving me the scent, uh, majestic Mount Fuji. So uh, of course, um, I can just sit here in my little bedroom and uh, feel like I've been transported to uh, Mount Fuji, which is in. Um, All right, I'm back. Mount Fuji. I looked up Mr. Fuji. I meant to look up Mount Fuji. Why are you looking that up? Uh, my The smell of my candle, Marcelo, if you were here, if you were listening. I wasn't. Um, was uh, Majestic Mount Fuji. Um, Mount Fuji, of course, in Japan. It's an active volcano. Um, think of all the volcanoes around us that could erupt and kill everybody on Earth. I just That's saw fine. a trailer for a movie called Fire of Love. Have you heard of this, Marcus? Have you heard of this? Uh, no, I have not heard about this. Catch me up. Uh, so this played at a few film festivals. Get me up on this. Get up on this. So We're doing get up on this right now. Uh, free, uh, Fire of Love. Actually, l- l- let me look up that title just to make sure. Fire. Are you sure, it's not like Love, Love Island. No, it, I can. I can watch Big Brother. I can confirm. Fire of Love is the title. It is a documentary made by National Geographic about this couple. Yawn right, right into the mic, Marcus. Yawn right into the mic. It's about this couple. Oh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm happy to. It's about this couple who uh, they're volcano hunters, I guess. Uh, it says here, two intrepid French scientists... Uh, Kadia and Maurice. Um, this is their story. It's a love story. Uh, they died in a volcanic explosion. Uh, it's the very thing that that brought them together. Volcanoes, because that's that's what they did all their lives is study volcanoes together. Is volcanoes and what kills them? A volcano. How ironic. And is it one of those deals where, like, their charred bodies were found hugging each other? I certainly hope so, for their sake. That's how I want to go out. Hugging somebody's charred body. Yeah, I want to be hugging somebody's charred body. At and then the getting end. shot in the head. <laughs> the volcano... It's, this is something that they don't say in the, in the plot description. The volcano shot them. <laughs> Did you know that the movie Tenet won an Oscar? Um, no. Uh, sa- uh, soundtrack. No. Score. No. Score. No, not score. Okay. Um, let me keep guessing. It was nominated. Screenplay? It was nominated for two Oscars. Editing. It won editing. No, no. It wasn't even nominated Fuck for editing. Off, really? No. Wow. Um, it won. It didn't win visual effects. That's for sure. Um, um, Marcus, do you want to take that back? Do you want to take it back? It won the the Oscar for best visual effects. It did. 
Hey, 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 that's good. Mostly practical. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did that. Uh, it was a nominee for one other thing. Can you guess? Yeah, take one more guess. Nominee. Um, I, I would have thought screenplay. No. Um, uh, you poo-pooed that earlier. Production um, so design. Production design. That was my third thought, of course. Yeah. I mean, look at this. This is beautiful. It is. It's a lovely dystopian uh, uh And that big, aesthetic. dumbass pod they get in later? <laughs> Couldn't have designed that better. <laughs> oh, and, and the end of the movie where they're out in like this kind of middle of a desert area I, and things don't really make sense at all. <laughs> that place looked amazing. I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> um, tech when specs. costume design. Look at her. She has a nice thing going on. All right, so. She's looking good all the movie. Uh, John David Washington's always on this cool looking crap. Robert Pattinson, that's a nice suit. We have another uh, we have another question from Twitter. Uh, okay. Mike Schindler, friend of Talk from Society alum as well. Yeah, I was afraid of this one. I saw it. I'm afraid of it. The question is, and I'm going to turn to you first for this question. What's your Thank favorite? You. What's your favorite aspect ratio from the movie? Marcella, has the aspect ratio changed <laughs> so far in this movie? Here's the thing. So I'm watching it on iTunes. Uh, you're watching it on HBO Max. I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, wait. Is is it in a, a, a 4K on HBO Max? No. Right. Uh, 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 only God can answer that. <laughs> um, I'm watching it in 4K in Dolby Vision. Um, both our versions do not change aspect ratios. <laughs> Can't answer your question, Mike. I'm sorry. No. I now, remember here I, I can give you something though, Mike. I remember um uh, Mumbles 3K, sorry. Uh host of Star Trek Nation. I don't know. <laughs> God damn. Uh the uh host of uh, Star Trek uh, Spielberg thirty thirty uh <laughs> Spielberg thirty thirty third or four. No. Um he Soderberg, Soderberg. He's on the Soderberg show. A show that I'm a big fan of. I listen to every episode of that. Thank you. Um, nice to meet a fan. And I love you. And I love you and Mike's rapport. You're actually talking about real stuff instead of bullshitting <laughs> around like we do. Um, so go listen to that if you think I'm annoying. I have the aspect ratios um, pulled up for the movie. I can explain what happened with the movie with but aspect shut ratios. Up. I, I just want to say I remember aspect ratio changes in Dunkirk, and I remember them being very cool. Okay. The end. Now, digitally, uh, again, on iTunes, HBO Max, it stays at 2.20 to 1. All right? That's wider than 2.39. Um, 2.39, uh, that scope, aspect ratio, they play tenant uh, when, it, when it was on 35 millimeter. They play it in that aspect ratio. But on 70 millimeter... Uh, they played it in what we're seeing now in 220. Now, if you get it on 4K Blu-ray, or if you saw this in uh, theaters uh, with like a, uh, in IMAX, it did. It does jump out. It does expand. <sighs> I tried. I guys, I did just a little side story here. I tried really hard to get this on 4K Blu-ray. I went around to so many stores in my area. What happened? Hoping to God I would just find a popular movie on 4K. And uh, no dice. 
No dice. It's so weird. Uh, uh, lately, I've just been uh, getting Blu-rays from Best Buy, but through shipping. Uh, I, I'm. I, 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 know, I that sucks. Doesn't it? I know. I, I still use Best Buy, but it's hard to find anything in stores now, which is sad. Yeah. 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 And I'll keep using it. I, I still have gift cards. I need to use at Best Buy. I hope they don't close anytime soon. But the way things are looking, it's not. It's a sad That's thing. A good point. It's that. I should probably use my Best Buy gift card. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, so okay, remember about. 30 minutes ago, I said on Twitter, I, sh- I made a video of like Timic going backwards and forwards, right? So, yeah. interesting to note what we're seeing here. Okay, time codes. Uh, one, 115. Okay, 115 exactly, and we have 115 left in the movie. So, right now, we're in the, in the exact middle of Tenant, folks. Okay. 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 So the protagonist stealing this device, this is the key part of the movie. We're halfway through. And, uh, and I may have uh, alluded to this when I was talking about the video I made about like it going backwards and forwards and it having meaning. I think the editing, I think the entire structure of this thing is perfect in like a in more of a scientific way you know it's it's down to a science how well this is edited and put together now does it all work like emotionally or how a movie should work maybe not but i Uh i still admire how it's uh put together Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree with you. I don't think it really works that well emotionally. I'm not super emotionally charged by this movie. This, this shit doesn't get me that juiced. Because this is right here. We're about to see a very wild car chase. Yeah. And in my head, all I can think is, how what? is this car chase happening? I can't, <laughs> I can't get my head out of it. Like, I wish I could. But okay. I can't. We are going to break down the car chase here in a second. I'm going to try to describe it, please, as as well as I can. I might, I, I, all this shit so far. This is great. This yeah, is awesome. this is great. Like him, him on the on the ladder of the fire truck, and him jumping in the hole, and this is all great stuff. Fantastic. And the music, oh, we, we, we haven't talked about... I mean, you brought up that it... it uh, you mentioned, hey, it could have been nominated for an Oscar. I think it should have been nominated for an Oscar for for soundtrack, for, for the score. Yeah. If, I, was, do, do you know if Dunkirk was? I'm pretty sure it was. I can, I can check real quick. Uh, Ludwig... Uh, I cannot pronounce his last name. Ludwig... Goransson. Goransson. The composer of the TV show Happy Endings, uh, he composed this movie, and uh, I think it's amazing. I think it's my favorite score of uh, that year, 2020. I wish I could hear it right now. I have it in my uh, right AirPod. Uh, Hans Zimmer did the music for Tenant, and I'm going to go down to uh, Awards... Let's see. Accolades. 
for Tenet. Tenet. You meant... Uh, oh, Dunkirk. I'm uh, sorry. Dunkirk. I'm looking up the awards uh, nominated for Dunkirk. It was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Original Score, Best Production Design, Best Sound Editing, Best Sound Mixing. It won Oscars for Best Film Editing, Best Sound Editing, and Best Sound Mixing. All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Great movie. Dunkirk. Great. I'm glad it got editing. Yeah. I agree with that. Here we go. Here's the start of this wild-ass car chase. Here we go. So who's in this car that's going backwards towards them? The protagonist himself. No. <laughs> no, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh, yeah. Kenneth Branagh. And Elizabeth Debicki. And, yeah, and Lizzie. Now, Why is it going backwards like this? Because Kenneth Branagh went through the machine backwards. Oh, sorry, went through the machine, uh-huh. and so he's going backwards. So what we're seeing now is what he is going to do later. So... Okay, so so at a different time that corresponds to this time, he drove headfirst into oncoming traffic on this lane. Yes, because he's catching up with the protagonist. Uh, <laughs> you don't get it. Don't. I I don't I don't. It's I'm fine. Sorry. So he so he's going backwards. I'm sorry. No no no. He's going. So you can he's tell going backwards. Yeah sure. Why? And so, who else is going backwards? This truck got hit. Who else is going backwards? The protagonist, because that's his car. That's him. The car going, yeah, upside down. And is this a, is this a, is this one of those deals where, uh, like, time travel, you can't. You can't change it? Yeah. You oh yes. Touch your yeah. self or you'll explode the universe. They do say that later. Yeah. Uh it's one of those um um um, um Jean-Claude Van Damme super cop Southland Tales things. You say Southland Tales, I say super cop. No, not super cop. Um time cop. Time cop. Have, maybe we should, I think we need to see time cop for the Southland Tales podcast. I'm being dead serious. Whatever, man. Add, add 100 more episodes on to this. I'm happy to keep it. At this point, it. I think we need to. <laughs> Look, we, we have 70 episodes currently planned for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. What's another one? Because in, in time... Okay, so there are three movies that I know of so far. There may be more. Maybe you can add Back to the Future. Where... Yes. It's a, it's a time travel element where a character says explicitly, you cannot interact you cannot touch your past self or the universe will explode or you'll die right time cop tenant uh-huh. back to the future part two and south end tales yeah okay so kenneth brana he's in the future going backwards he's trying to get that uh that device that they're looking for uh 
Oh, by the way, we missed one of my favorite parts of the movie, where Elizabeth Debicki in the backseat of a car opens up uh, the door uh, by by hitting the button in the front driver's side door with her with her long legs. Great part. Yeah, that happened. Uh, what a metaphor this is! Like the 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 two, the two can, may never be. They they're a million miles away, but they're right next to each other, or what have you. Uh, we want to discuss when Tom Cruise went to this movie. Yeah, we do want to talk about that. So Tom Cruise went to this movie, and he liked it. Yeah, and it was a fun video. Yeah, it was a fun video. Okay, so now we are in the time travel machine, are we not? Yes, this is the... Uh, what do they call it? The... Um, uh, what the fuck's it called? Turnstile. The turnstile. Turnstile. Great, great name. We've got temporal pincer. We got uh, whatever you keep calling the backwards moving objects, and then we've got the the turn style entropy. Backwards entropy. Backwards entropy. Oh my god! So he already knows the answers to these questions, and he's asking them in reverse. Wait, no, I don't know if that makes sense. Does he? And he gets, she gets shot by a reverse yeah, bullet. Yeah, she, she definitely gets shot by a reverse bullet. Okay, That's okay. Bad. So he's going backwards, but he's, in his timeline, he's going forwards. So what's going to happen now is, like, he's going to... Okay, okay. So he's going to go into the turnstile... See, that is... Seeing that there are two of him, they're going to go in the turnstile. Uh-huh. In reverse. In reverse. Kenneth Branagh had to do a lot of training to run backwards there. Yeah. See? Now he's gone. See? That makes sense, right? <laughs> yes. Is that Aaron Taylor Johnson? That's Aaron Taylor Johnson, buddy. Wow. Why? So, okay, see what's happening? Now he's on the other side of the room. Yeah. Or no. See, his his past self went through, so now, we, now he's going backwards into what we saw already. So it happened for him already, but he's living it out now. <laughs> Burp right into the mic. I didn't burp. Uh, that was me trying to be like trying to say a word and then being stopped because I'm so fumbled here. See, he knows because like he already asked him on the other side. And he, so why is he asking him again? You just want to make sure, I guess. Uh <clears throat> Okay, and we take her there, and the protagonist is 
here, but she's still there. Yeah. So Agnes is there. Yeah. So Kenneth Branagh is now going backwards in time to get the device. He was already going backwards in time to get the device. That, that's what the car exactly. Was. That's what he did, and that's what he's doing. So okay, so I, I'm going to be very serious about this. I'm going to try to explain it. Okay. So protagonist is going forwards in time, and as he's going forwards, he sees Brana going backwards. Okay. So and then as he gets to the turnstile, that's when he meets both Kenneth Branas, one going forwards, the other one going backwards. And the one who he talked to who shot Debecky is the one who he saw already out there. Cause he's the backwards guy. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and the no, turn I I'm with you. Keep yeah, yeah. And and then the, the, the turnstile, that that's just like the the point where these two things meet. Where it's yes. Brana the forwards Brana and the backwards Brana combining. And yeah. But they meet on opposite sides of the glass. Yeah. So now so now Why don't they meet together? Uh, what do you mean? Why don't they? Because like they have to go in, in at the same time so that they both can like disappear. <laughs> that okay. That one's the hard one. <laughs> that that one's hard to describe. Oh God! It, it it's, it's going to be. Hold on. I, I am a lost cause, Marcelo. Um, I appreciate you. I would like it if you kept trying, <laughs> but. This isn't going to happen for me. I'm sorry. Okay, look. This this action sequence this, is not. this action this action, <laughs> this action sequence is halfway done. Okay? Cuz right now the protagonist this is an action sequence? Yeah. Yeah. We, I guess. We saw the first half of the action sequence. We're going to see the <clears throat> second half right now. Okay. Okay, see, forwards protagonist is going to go backwards. Yes, yes. So we're going to see the car chase again from the angle of the guy who was going backwards before, but he's going to be going forwards this yeah. time. Yeah. So right now the protagonist is going to chase backwards Kenneth Branagh, who's going backwards yet going forwards. Because <laughs> look, listen, look, listen. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say one more thing. Okay, Kenneth Branagh was going forwards, of course. But in order to get, he wants to get that device. So in order for him to get that, he has to go backwards. So him going forwards in time and then jumping in the turnstile, he's still going forwards, but he's going backwards in time. (laughs) If this makes sense in your head, Marcelo, I'm happy for you. might hand him exactly what he's after but he does and, that's, and we that, know he does do that yeah that's what he's going we to know do he does do that yeah to save her from getting shot yeah so so this is me trying to explain the car chase and now i'm not even going to get get in, i'm not even going to get into how they're going to save her elizabeth debecky uh cuz she had like we were saying before she had a reverse <laughs> bullet shot through her and Pattinson says the only way to save her is to get her through a turnstile. 
to win so that she can go back to when the bullet wasn't in her. Right. I think oh, they just said Annihilation. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Okay, so That's here another one that'll make you think. Here's why uh, going backwards uh, is not good. She's saying you need you need oxygen. Gravity's different. Uh, heat, cold is different. Vision and hearing is different. That's why Aaron Taylor Johnson says cowboy shit because he's gonna try to do this, but. Really, it's just like... A, it's, a nice reference to Adam Hangman Page in AEW. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so this part I like. So he, he wants a tracker. And then Robert, uh, Pattinson goes, but the tracker's not on the device. And Washington's like, yeah, I know. I'm going to put the tracker in the box before... No, after it gets tossed. So that it'll be in the box... When the device is in the box later, <laughs> he's gonna put a device in an empty box. But because it's going backwards, that empty box would be a full box. <laughs> God, this movie is great. Marcus, do you remember when, about a year before this came out, people were theorizing that this was about 9 11? Yes, I do, because, like, Tennant was, like, the name of a guy who was there or something. George Tennant. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. They they free, <sighs> they freeze-framed a frame in the trailer and said, what is John David Washington looking at? Is it the Twin Towers? Yeah. Okay, so now we're seeing the sequence backwards. Yeah, I'd I'd prefer something like that. It'd be controversial, probably, mm-hmm. but it's something like uh, you know, like how Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood ends with like uh, you know, alt history shooting. Uh, we we saved uh, we saved uh, the actress Sharon, uh, Sharon Tate. Tate. Yeah, yeah, we saved Sharon Tate, and I think that's a metaphor for. Uh, she lives on through the movies, you know, and uh, so like uh, the, we could have done that in this movie and it'd be like, you know, the Twin Towers are still alive in our hearts. Mm-hmm. So look, he puts the tracker in, you, in the empty box. You see? die twice. You die twice. You die when you die and then you die when the last person utters your name. So now he's 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 uh, he's tracking. Uh, uh, Sater going backwards. He's going to track the device. There we go. See? This is great stuff. Have you ever driven a car backwards? <laughs> Have I ever driven a car backwards? I believe every single person has driven a car backwards. Uh, reversing is a crucial part. <laughs> really? really? Of uh, driving. Ah, uh, see? There's 
Here's the here's the handoff. Yeah, okay. So he's already got the box, so he has what he wants. Yeah. But he's gonna give it to he gave it to John David Washington. And he cr- crashed? Why? What caused him to crash there? A uh, satyr ran into him. S- uh, s- sidelined him. Sidelined him. Side, side uh, hit him. That's what they call it in, in uh, <laughs> real accident reports. He side hit him. Mm-hmm. You side hit him. Side swipe. That's what it is. Yeah, so what happened happened. So he did fuck up and he did give Seder the the device accidentally. And now this is confusing. Instead of burning alive, he has hypothermia. Oh yeah, because everything's reversed. Heat makes ice in in backwards world. Mm-hmm. But now he's back to being forwards. No, I think he's still backwards. He's still backwards, but they're in a they're they're all they're all backwards at this point. But they're in like a place that allows them to breathe. Yes, that's why there's like this plastic sheet all over them. Right, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Now, have you heard the theory? And this is a good point to to point it out that uh, Elizabeth Debicki, you know, he you know she has a little boy. Right, in the movie, uh, theory is that the little the little boy grows up to be Robert Pattinson. Oh well, whatever, you, whatever you want. <laughs> um, I've got some responses of my own. I went ahead and put. Uh, your tweet in the discord for uh, film cred. Oh, did you? And uh, so we've got Sarah Sarantino. Ter- she says she hasn't seen it. Uh, neither has Jessica Scott or Tony media. <laughs> so we nobody has seen the movie. <laughs> no, but we have a, I'm sorry. I don't know how to say your name. Chris on Baker. Uh, wow. I really had got no allies in my tenant top five blockbusters of the last 10 years crusade. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you got him. Who is this? What? what uh, which um, channel did you put this? Self promo. Uh, in the uh, oh, film cred. I see. Thing. The very bottom. I see. Uh, I see Tony the responses. Me- Tony Medea. Tony Medea. I just walked around saying, "Wow, it's a palindrome," and pretending my head was exploding from how deep no one is. So this guy just gets it right away, and this I'm stupid for it. not yeah. knowing it. See, this is the shit I don't like. All right. <laughs> Nobody you call me dumb for not fucking understanding. I'm not Fuck calling off. you dumb. Not you, Tony Medea, I guess. Okay. Fuck you, Tony Medea. We I don't know who you but are. He does he does admit to saying I'm a big jerk. So You're a big I mean, jerk. At least he owns up to it. He says you're um, a big jerk Tom or he's a, a big jerk. He is. Okay. Um okay. Uh, a friend of uh Have a Nice Apocalypse, Tommy Marinera. 
He says, I made the extremely dumb decision of seeing Tenant at my local rundown drive-in during pre-vaccine times. Wish Nolan could have been with me just to see him spontaneously combust at the presentation. Ha ha ha. Ha ha I'm scrolling down I, and I see a, a, a response from the aforementioned Tony Mandia where he says, Paprika doesn't, sh- doesn't sep- I can't talk. Hold on. I got a burp. Oh, this is a great commentary. <clears throat> Tony Medea says Paprika does Inception better, in my honest opinion, and I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I've seen Paprika. It's a good movie, but Inception is a lot better. It you said- know interesting, Marcelo. Yeah? No, sorry. Continue. No, I'll just say, one, one, I'll say one more thing. Inception, I understand. Even... Our, our 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 mutual friend uh, Matt Curione at one point in his life said, "Inception is is dull because uh, the dreams it portrays is they're not exciting, right?" But later Curione saw the movie again and like now he loves the movie, so he he's on the right side of history. My thing with it, what my thing with it, Inception is, it it doesn't really care about the dream aspect of uh, of its concept. It, it cares more about time. Like we were saying, time plays a big thing. The the, uh, the levels that they're in, the way that time is expanded and how things – like uh, one one minute in a dream is like a year in like real life. I don't know. All that crazy shit, Nolan was more interested in that than the dream aspect of it. So it's not visually impressive when it comes to the dreams like Paprika is, but it's, it's a better movie in terms of – I don't know. It's, it's it's entire concept is 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 much better. Anyway, that's it. I, I have nothing to say about Perpika. Um, okay, so I'm gonna. I went back to your tweet and I looked at a, a thing here from Critical Connor at the Dead Fellow. He says I consider this to be Nolan's most straight up fun movie to date, even if it's not his best. Would agree or disagree? Um, I'll agree with you that it's not his best. I also, but I would disagree with you. I don't think it's his most straight up fun movie to date. I would say. <sighs> Dark Knight, probably. I think that's the most crowd-pleasing, fun movie to watch. Oh, so you think uh, blowing up Maggie Gyllenhaal is fun? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I just want to make sure. No, I just think you get you get that big superhero action, and I think that's where he did it best. Uh, okay, let, let, let. I, I like the Dark Knight Rises as well. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to not throwing shade there. I just think the Dark Knight's uh, fantastic. It's untouchable. Can we say the Dark Knight trilogy are his most fun movies? Sure. Yeah, let's say that. Absolutely. Say I that. think I think those are his most straight up fun movies. Yeah. Begins is fun. Um, and, I, and I'll say why I don't why I don't think this is his most straight up fun movie is because I don't think it's fun. <laughs> you, think, you think it's homework? I just can't. No. Yeah. I th- I th- I think of it as homework. I th- I'm like I think too much about it. Okay, so here, okay, and uh, and I'm dumb and I can't figure it out. So, like, so again, I'm just kind of stuck in this weird in between place. Going back, if you fold this movie in half from the central point where they steal the device in in, in the Ukraine, uh, if you fold it in half, this scene plays on top of the other turnstile scene we the saw. Plane crashing. Yeah, yeah, that whole sequence, right? It all it, it all plays together if you layer That's it. Cool. Layer it on top of each other. Okay, so now we're back. Pretty cool. So now this is backwards. This is backwards. Protagonist fighting the that protagonist that we saw before, right? 
So him going backwards yeah. is him going forwards in time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But what? But what? Well, if he's going forwards, he's good. Again, it's okay. Again, why? it's like it's like that car chase. It's like you can go forwards in time, but yet you're going backwards in time. You can do both at the same thing at the same time. Um. Okay. Well, I'm going to say we ignored Manish earlier. I, I feel <laughs> bad about that. So we should bring Manish back into this. And I'm going to say to him, uh, he says. Uh, Ignorance of this commentary is my ammunition. Why am I not there? Now, we also had uh, the real Matt C saying that he would like to be there. Why am I not here? So uh, my uh, answer to both of them there is to say, uh, why didn't you listen to our ultraviolet commentary? <laughs> where, uh, we announced that we were doing this ahead of time uh-huh. and then told us you wanted to be on this. Exactly. How dare you? Exactly. 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 Now, now, <laughs> thank you. Now, uh, I have a feeling Manish might listen to this more. Uh, he, there's a better chance of Manish listening to this than Matt. Okay. Yes. So, hello, Manish, if you're listening. Sorry for everything that that uh, Marcus has said so far. Um, Marcus is saying, "Yeah, I'm being yeah. really rude to you for no real being reason. Being really rude. Uh, I have nothing against you, Manish. I Aggressive. think you're a great guy. I love yeah. you as a podcast host." I want to be on your podcast. Manish, invite me on your podcast after I just said all these mean things about you for no reason. Okay, now, going back to the movie. Does this not make sense? You have the protagonist running through the turnstile. Yeah. Now he's going forwards, and this is the moment where Pattinson takes the thing off. It's like, yeah, it's you. It's... What? What? So that's why there were three Um, protagonists there. One was going backwards, yet forwards... Go through the turnstile. Now he's straight going forwards, fighting the protagonist from an hour ago. Okay, does that make sense? <clears throat> no. Okay. Um, and part of it is just me probably being unwilling to learn. Maybe, 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 maybe I don't want to know. I think we have to do this commentary and, and twice. I, I have that sometimes about movie. I have that about this movie. About not this movie. I have this about some movies where I don't want to know everything about it. I enjoy it for what it is. And I don't necessarily think I have that for this movie because I do want to know. But maybe I'm maybe I maybe secretly deep down, I'm unwilling to learn. Does that make any sense? That does make sense. You're a frustrating person. Yeah, I'm a very frustrating person. Um uh, I'm living through a fucked up time in my life, and I'm upset about everything. As uh, and film, as I mean, as and film transports us, doesn't it? It takes us away into a place. It takes us. <laughs> <laughs> Just take it. Takes away. I'm coming home to the place where I belong. The movie theater with Nicole Kidman. <laughs> We come to this place for magic. Exactly. We come to this place to laugh, to cry, to care. Because we need that. All of Uh us. All of us. All of us need love in our lives. That that indescribable feeling we get. Except for me. That indescribable feeling we get. 
when the lights begin to dim and we go somewhere we've never been before. Not just entertained. Uh, Manish, if, 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 Manish, if I knew you wanted to be on this, I would have invited you on this. But somehow reborn. You should have listened to our ultraviolet commentary when we announced we were doing this. Okay? Together. Dazzling images on a huge silver screen. Sound that I can feel. Somehow. I can feel sound. Somehow. So these are not... They, these are forwards. Yes, now they're going. Now they went to the turnstile. No, he's in the, now he's, they're going forwards in time. See, a, a thing I should have made more clear is like, okay, when you go through the turnstile, you're reverse entropying, peeing. You're reverse entropying. <laughs> so all of your matter is going backwards. Okay. Um, that's an easy way of, to say that uh, if you go in the machine, you just go backwards. Even though in your heart of hearts, you're going forwards. Yeah, you're going backwards in time. So now they've traveled about a week backwards in time. So he's meeting Priya here before she tells him in the past about uh, getting the plutonium. Yeah, so why was that in the past, though? Or in the future? Why was what in the future? If it was in the past, why does she not know? Oh, she knows. In the future. Like, she knows a lot more. Oppenheimer. Look at that. He's dropping hints. He's dropping hints, Christopher Nolan. Think of our scientists as her generation's Oppenheimer. She devises a method for inverting the world. So now she's he's telling tra- him. He's dropping hints about his next film. Yeah. So in in the beginning of the movie, where Priya, where Priya talks to the protagonist about, okay, the bad guy's looking for this stuff. You got to stop him. Of course, she's not going to say he's looking for uh, what you think is like a nuclear device. No, he's looking for a key to making uh, a weapon that will destroy all of humanity. All of creation. Is all this of, the end of the movie? All of existence. Yeah, this is towards the end. This is this is near the end. This, like, are we ending right now, though? No, there's like a... He goes and kills Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, no, there's 40 minutes left. This is like uh, right before okay. the r- okay. r- right before the final action sequence. This feels like wrap-up, like, uh, good job, soldier. Yeah. Doesn't it? No, it, 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 she's basically telling him he's been played all along. How has he been played? So here's how he. <laughs> so how. So here's how he was being played. So Priya, who, who he's talking to, she's an arms yes. dealer. In quotes, she's actually on the side of the good guys. The good guys are trying to stop the bad guys from getting their hands on this device. Uh, in the future, they will invent this device. That basically will make everything reverse entropy into nothingness, right? So in order to stop the bad guys from getting this, who want to destroy the world, they've split this device or the the, the formula, whatever, into nine pieces. So and they spread it across the world just so nobody can piece it together, okay? But now Kenneth Brana has eight pieces and the ninth piece he gets in this movie 
So now he has online pieces to make the device that'll destroy the world. It's like the Triforce. Sure. I don't know what that means, but sure. So what, what Priya has been doing was getting the protagonist to uh, get in contact with Seder and basically get him to this point where he has nine pieces. Because she wants to know where the nine pieces are so she can get them back from him. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> and the nine pe- and the eight and then the ninth piece is inside that like desert area that we're about to go to. Yeah, well no, uh, the, the 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 ninth piece is 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 the stuff that she he got uh, during the car chase. That's the ninth piece and the t- oh, and okay. And now all nine pieces are, are going to come together as you'll see later as like this like long bomb looking device. I don't know what it looks like. That shit's bomb, dude. Yeah. See, Tenet wasn't founded in the past. It will be founded in the future. In the future by people going backwards to communicate with people in the past to tell them about all of this. Exactly. How hard is that to follow, Marcus? It's just so easy. (sighs) (laughs) You're loving this. No, I... I I I I just feel bad for the people out there <laughs> that, that are highly annoyed by me right now. Nobody's annoyed by you. I shut up. Nobody. Look at that. Look at that. That's disgusting. What a wound. Yeah. She That's got what it. happens when you get shot backwards. Yeah. Okay, so here is another layer to this. <sighs> so yes, Kenneth Branagh, he's dying from cancer. Um, his heart monitor is connected to an email that will be sent out with the location of the device so that everybody will know where it is and so that once they dig it up mm-hmm. they'll they'll build it and destroy everything because that's what he wants so that's his end game is to die to commit suicide die and uh, let everybody Get a hold of that device that will destroy everything. Uh, okay, I, that doesn't seem like a thing that would happen. <laughs> what do you mean? It can happen. Who? Why? Why the U.S. military would not get there first? Well, see, that's a. Uh, 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 hold on, I'm reading, the, I'm reading these uh, these words on the screen. See, oh, and an, another fun thing is that uh, the, 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 the opera opening sequence, it takes place at the same time that uh, this final sequence is happening. So, so that overlaps. And we're going to be going back to the boat scene we saw earlier. This time she has the knowledge of she is trying to find the algorithm or whatever that sends out that email. And oh no! Stop I, it before he can kill himself. Uh, she wants to. I forget what she wants to do on the boat. I think she her plan is to kill him, but not right away. Right, but she can't kill him until the pieces are found by these guys. Exactly. So she's waiting for them to the get good the good guys. She's waiting for the good guys to get. This the should pieces. have been called the good guys. Yeah, this should have been called the good guys. 
So now they're training for the backwards war. <laughs> the backwards war. <laughs> the backwards war. Oh, look at those actors in the background having to pretend they're moving backwards. <laughs> Doing a great job at it. This is amazing. Taylor Taylor Johnson, if I'm not mistaken, he's using his actual accent in this movie. Yes. It's refreshing to see him use his uh, real accent. Yeah. So this is the temporal pincer maneuver movement. Temporal pincer movement. Which means there are two teams, one going forwards, one going backwards, trying to accomplish the same goal. See, she's describing the flashback. All right. Do you have any questions going into the final action sequence, Marcus? No, I understand everything. You're saying, oh, okay. Explain it to me then. Uh, the people are going backwards and the ones are going forwards. They have the same goal. Now they like the, the backwards people have been trained. The forwards people have been trained by the backwards people to do this so that they end up coalescing and the same, they end up being at the same place at the same time to accomplish the same mission. There are going to be two versions of John Vieva Washington and Robert Pattinson and Katya. Is that her name? And, uh, to Bicky. Um, and the, those, 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 the ten, the temporal pincer movement is going to converge on that desert location where all the, uh, backwards and forwards things are. And they're going to blow them up. And that what happens. They blow them up. Oh, well, a bomb does go off. A bomb goes off. A bomb does go off. Now. Yeah, and kills our main protagonist, right? Somebody does die, yes. Well, well, uh, Pattinson. Pattinson kills When? Himself. How many? Okay, I have, to have two questions. When did you first see this, and how many times have you seen it? Um, uh, the first time I saw this was basically like right after it hit, uh, um, home video. Uh huh. And, uh, the second time I have seen this is now. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, here's where Eric Taylor Johnson just Look, describes the, uh, temporal pincer maneuver. I like a movie that has to be watched multiple times to understand it. Yeah. But in this day and age, I feel like I don't even have enough time to do like things once. So it's harder for me to go back to a movie that I didn't, I, I liked and I do have a lot of questions about, but do I care that much about the answers? I don't know. Let me ask you this. So if I were to give you 
this movie uh, as a file backwards, right? And we said, oh, I told you, hey, Marcus, we're going to do this commentary again, but we're going to watch the movie backwards. How would you feel about that? Do you think that would help me? (laughs) It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. (laughs) What, What would hurt you? I think you releasing this comment <laughs> would hurt you. <laughs> and then all the people. Is this one people are going to listen to? Is this the one? Uh, is this maybe, the one finally? I, th- I think this is. I think we've hit on the one that people want to listen to. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to come off like a total dumbass. <laughs> No, so yeah, I think no, it no. will it will hurt me when you hit send upload. It'll hurt you. Go out. Would it feel like a punch in the gut? Or it'd feel like my stomach is in knots for days. Mm-hmm. And then no, but I'm but nothing's gonna come of it. I, I think you're gonna come off as a smart person in this. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Remember when we had a we had a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I do remember that. That was a while ago. That was good fun, and it was a lot easier for me to follow those storylines. But we do also have, uh, you know, our Southland Tales podcast, which is a confusing movie in its own right, and I think we're doing a good job of uh, breaking it down, explaining shit for the people out there. Exactly. I I wanted to come at this like uh, the Southland Tales show, where... You know, uh, uh, try to like un- uh, unlock the mysteries of it, and uh, I feel like I'm I'm doing a great job on my own, like maybe piecing it together. But I, then again, do I know all the ins and outs of this movie? I don't think so. I I respect you trying. Like you tried hard, Marcella. I'm trying. Yeah, and I enjoy that. Good. Isn't it cool how helicopter blades show up on film? It's so it's it's nice. I I, I miss it is like like they're weird, right? Like that just like it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. They can't capture the speeds they're moving at. Mm-hmm. But you have to admit this sequence, even though it makes no sense, is pretty cool. Look at this. These these dudes. Are- no, I don't have to admit that. I, like this looks like they landed on a Call of Duty map and they're running through it. Come on. Who are they fighting? They're fighting themselves. They're fighting. No, they're fighting the Russians, the bad guys, Satyrs guys. The Russians are here. Yeah, the Russians. They have ten minutes before the Russians have all nine pieces. No, they already have nine pieces. They have ten minutes before. The bomb goes off and buries the device underground. The nine pieces together. Yes. Reversing all of time. Yes, and destroying all of creation. Eventually. Yeah. I mean, it'll take. It'll still take uh, seven hundred billion years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. So now these dudes are going backwards. 
they're seeing the end of the fight, but that for them it's the beginning. Uh, yes. Now I did do a quick search of the temporal pincer movement, and Reddit has a post, and Reddit says the temporal pincer maneuver is an obvious paradox. Uh, too long didn't read. Temporal pincers can't happen because an effect cannot be its own cause. A temporal pincer, mm-hmm. a temporal pincer maneuver, by definition, is impossible, even within the rules of tenant. It's a take on bootstrap paradox. Let's take the biggest temporal pincer maneuver: the creation of tenant. Tenant couldn't couldn't have been created if the protagonist wouldn't have gone through the events of the movie. He couldn't have gone through the events of the movie if he didn't create tenant. Where did the original idea for Tenet come from? Nowhere is the answer. The effect is the cause, which is impossible, and thus a paradox. The question isn't whether the future can affect the past. It's whether... No, it's where the loops... It's where the... It's, sorry. It's where did the loop start? If it didn't have a start, it couldn't have happened. Because something can't happen from nothing. See? So... I'm right. You are right. Marcella, do you think do you think that Christopher Nolan is a smart person? Uh no. Yeah, I don't think he is, uh, I don't think he's as smart as he wants us to think he is. Interesting. Because okay, listen. I think he got interstellar pretty right when it comes to like the science at least from what i know up to a point but did he do that himself or did he hire scientists to no, figure it out see uh, he might have hired scientists but uh, okay whenever you see interstellar there's going to be a point in that movie where you go oh that's not how things work or that's that is nolan adding th- you know things that are very uh, not sciencey is it is it uh, Matthew McConaughey acting like a real human? Oh, <laughs> boom! Gotcha. No, it's the it's the fifth dimension stuff. That's that's where th- he's like sort of adding his own stuff in it. Roasted. Yeah. Um, and with this movie, yeah, roasted his ass, huh? Yeah, sure. Tenant. I mean, the 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 aspects of like reverse entropy. Sure, there's like some science in that, but. When, a, when you boil it down... Fucking smoked Matthew McConaughey's ass right there. When you do boil it down, this is a very, like, uh, bro-heavy movie. Why do you say that? Bro as in, like, okay, here's, the, here's like, the concept. Like, here's the thing, right? And then yet it ends, like, with this, like, action sequence where, like, they have two teams going backwards. One team's going forwards, one team's going backwards. And it's supposed to make sense. Um, and really, like, does it make sense? Maybe not. This looks like shit to me, man. <laughs> like this, this looks so bad. This looks like a Call of Duty map. Like I, I have played a lot of Call of Duty. This looks like they are sprinting through a map from the video game Call of Duty, and just playing a team deathmatch here. Oh, but here's here's a cool moment. You're not gonna see this in any Call of Duty. Look at this moment right here. The rocks, they're coming to life. Look at this. Look at this. 
See that building? Uh huh. Look what they're gonna do to it. Oh, hold on. It's gonna take a while. Well, look at this guy. They're gonna rebuild. They're gonna rebuild the building. See? You don't see that in 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 any other movie except for like the first Doctor Strange, which I think maybe is like where I guess yeah yeah, I guess first Doctor Strange does it. Yeah, for sure. Never gonna see that again. That's who could have thought of that? Doctor Strange. You know, I'm I'm starting to like this movie even less. <laughs> this was a this was this was a mistake, an abject failure. I think. Yeah. Talk, I don't want to put it on you, Marcelo. It's all on me. Talk about the process of you going from liking it to not liking it. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't understand it, but whatever. I think it was a good enough movie. I like I like entertain myself here. I'm gonna find my letterbox review of Tenet. Okay. Because um, I think that actually has like a good uh, explanation of my original thoughts about it. Um, I gave it four stars. I remember that. Four stars. That's passable. Four star. Four stars and above. That's passable. Anything less, never watch that movie. Never at all. Total failure. <laughs> Abject failure. Um, I've got a lot of friends that have seen Tenet, so it might take me a while to find my review. What, you can't like immediately access a review of Tenet? I, I, if there's a way, I don't know how. I'm going to look up my Tenet stuff on Letterboxd. Uh, Pat Healy gives us three stars. Uh, Rob Trench, former TFS employee, two and a half stars. Jacob Crespo, he's seen this movie a lot and he likes it. Matt C calls this movie bullshit, but he likes it. Um, Aaron Hendricks, a friend of the website, he uh, gives us three stars. Rob Trench gives it three and a half stars this time. Interesting. He says he watched it with subtitles. Manish Mathur, four stars. Mathur, sorry. I mean, I, four stars again from Manish. Shay Vasser, friend of the website, two and a half stars. Marcus Irving, here we go, four stars. Probably the best proof that there could be ever. Wait, hold on, sorry, I read it wrong. Probably the best proof that there could ever be that Nolan is a good filmmaker. That he made something I so deeply misunderstand that I don't even know what I misunderstand about it, but I enjoyed it all the same. So how do you feel about it now? Um, I still don't understand it. I feel like I understand it less. Uh, I'm st- and, and it's not, it's not, it's, it's because you taught me things and I'm like, well, this just doesn't make sense, I think. Um, Callie Smith gives it four stars. So look, I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm in the, the crazy minority here of not liking it. Um, Callie Smith, host of, uh, Igniting the Spark, of course, on Talk Film Society Network. Great Star Wars show. Listen to that. Um, and Manish listened to Love Pod 69. What was it called? I hate you. Um, I've logged this. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I, I, I pod to be you. I pod to be you. I've logged this movie seven times. Okay. So I saw this movie on Sunday, September 6th, 
2020, uh, September 8th, my birthday, 2020. Uh, one of those I saw in IMAX. Oh, sorry, uh, Dolby Vision. And the other one I saw at a drive-in. Okay, so that was 2020. Uh, oh, December. So when, when the back to the beginning, the bullet came out of the wall and back into the gun. Yes. Who shot it into the wall? How did it get there? Uh, the bad guy. In the training area? Oh, sorry. Do you mean in the opera house? Because there was a reverse bullet in the opera house. No, I don't. I don't. I remember that. Okay. Who in the training area? Like when John David Washington was being first given the gun and being like, whoa, this thing's going backwards. Yeah. Who shot it the first time? He did. did. somebody go through that machine, come all the way back to the training area, shoot it in there, and then go back to the machine and go back to forwards time just to do that? Yeah, so somebody dug up that, yeah, the reverse entropy wall with bullets in it, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, the wall itself was reverse entropied. Yeah, and the the bullet there too. Yeah, okay, there we go. I'll okay. shut up. <laughs> Does that did, did that answer your question, or are you just like are you just like shooing me away? No, yeah, that that did actually. It okay, did. okay. Again, I'm not pretending this all makes sense. I'm not. I'm starting to think it doesn't make sense. Unlike a movie like. Uh, let's say Luke Besson's Lucy, where, uh, I don't know why where, like, that's based on the science of uh, people, like we only use 10% of our brains. And Scarlett Johansson's character, Lucy, the titular character, she is able to take some chemical or something that unlocks the rest of her 90% of her brain. And when she has full brain power, she can use, like, telekinesis and, like, explode people from the inside and shoot bullets even better. So, like, and it makes her, like, ultra smart and everything. So, like, it's it's not like a movie like that that's very scientifically accurate and, like, was clearly well-researched. And then you come to, like, Tenet and, like, none of this just makes any sense, you know? (laughs) Yeah, because Lucy has been scientifically proven. Right. Yeah. They did that. Or or uh, limitless. Bradley Pill Bradley, <laughs> Bradley Cooper takes the pill. Bradley Cooper takes the pill and Bradley he's Pil- super smart. Bra- Bradley Pill P- P- uh hold on. Bradley Pillman. <laughs> Bradley Pill <laughs> Bradley Pillar. I'm I'm trying to do the Bradley Cooper, Bradley. This movie's long. It is long. It is long. I did. I did. Uh, I did watch. I did rewatch the movie before we recorded too. Uh, but I had split it in two sittings, so I, I, I did do the research. I, I did do the work. What What am I doing to you, Marcella? Am I making you think about this movie more okay, or less? Look, so or okay, me? for me. Okay, here? okay, for me. This has been a good experience overall, okay? <laughs> okay. It has, because he, here are some of the notes I wrote down for the first half of Tenet, which And then I stopped taking notes after the second half, because I just couldn't. Um, why attack the opera house? Uh, one of the keys is there. I answer my own question. No friends at dusk. I don't know why I wrote that down. Uh, our Pats shoots the bad guy. Yes, we know that later. 
Uh, World War Three backwards. Entropy runs backwards. Don't try to understand it. Feel it. That's a quote. Uh, is the bomb at the end a backwards bomb? Question mark. Uh, Priya is playing him. She's one of the good guys in quotes. A, a side character we never see, but we talk about called Irepo. I ask, is he alive? Is he dead? And then I go, probably dead. Um, is our Pat's the boy? Like I said earlier, he could be. Uh, Seder, a Russian team, opera house, the nuclear weapon fell into government hands. I, like I said earlier, it, it was in the Ukraine. Car chase, inverted lungs, reverse bullets, Oppenheimer. Th- th- those are the notes I took. Okay, and this stuff. The only thing I don't like about this sequence, where they're having a fist fight, uh, and like they're trying to, the bad guys trying to shove the bomb in a hole. Um, going back to the boat with uh, Debeki and this, Brana, all this stuff is kind of lame. Yeah. This stuff? This is what I find more compelling, honestly. No, but I see why it's compelling, but like her putting lotion on him, suntan lotion, the the, the tension is is being drawn out there maybe too much for my taste. A little too much, you think, yeah. Yeah. Maybe cut, maybe cut a few minutes from this. Yeah. Me cut it, yeah. This 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 right here feels very uh, directly out of a James Bond movie. I I can't remember which one, but... There's a 90, I think it's one of the ones from the 90s with Pierce Brosnan. I mean, there ends in like a submarine area, kind of like that, or an underground area, kind of like that. Tomorrow never, no, maybe Tomorrow Never Dies, maybe World Is Not Enough. I, I wish I could remember. Yeah. They're all a blur. Die another day, maybe. Die tomorrow, forever. Yeah, they're not going to shoot him yet. He's saying hold. Yeah, don't shoot him yet. So yeah, I didn't even get to Robert Pattinson's character here in the final sequence. First going backwards, then going to the machine, and going forwards. So there are two of him on the field. One of them ends up saving the protagonist and Aaron Taylor Johnson in the end. And yet, no, there might be three. God damn it, this movie. This movie's great. <laughs> See, you, you you get the mystery and you're you're intrigued. I get the mystery and I'm like, shut up. Because like I because I, like I think in the end there are there might be three Robert Pattinsons on the on the battlefield. Uh huh. Yeah. Because like one is initially there going backwards, right, at the start of the mission. Then there's one that goes into the turnstile and goes forwards, and that one is gonna save. These two down here in the hole, right? He threw the... Yeah, right? The third Robert Pattinson is the one who uh, unlocks the door for them and dies in that hole. Because that's who dies at the end, Marcus, is Robert Pattinson's character. Yes. Um... Marcel, I'm going to recommend to you to fuck off to watch 
Amazon, I brought it up earlier. Watch Amazon's The Tomorrow War. I think it is a much stupider version of this concept, but it's good, I think. I have been listening through the archives of the podcast uh, Doughboys. Yeah, Mike Mitchell. Yeah, Mike Mitchell. And, Star of that movie. Yeah, and yeah, I, I've heard him talk about that movie, and uh, I, I've been intrigued, and I, I should check it out. I like it. I, I, I do legitimately think it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, Another casualty of uh, the COVID, because that one was uh, dropped on Amazon Prime, wasn't it? COVID. COVID-19? <laughs> yes, COVID-19. Uh, the, the novel coronavirus. The novel, yes. The one, the um, one you just had recently. Yeah, I was infected with it about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. How are you feeling um, now? I believe I remember. Um, it's gone. I'm fine. You might have long <clears throat> COVID. You might have memory problems now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe my uh, lungs will stop working in two months. Who knows? Um, <laughs> you br- you said it, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So we're at the end of the movie. Um, the good guys saved the day. The good guys took the the device. They did the nine the 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 apocalypse machine. So this is a favorite scene of mine here. This whole sequence. This looks beautiful, Marcus. At least you can say that 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 this se- that this scene looks sure. beautiful. Yeah, this looks nice. Yeah. Now, now here's where I think Christopher Nolan may not be the smartest guy, even though I love the guy. Okay, uh, okay, some of this dialogue, sure, but the final back and Why forth, the final back and forth between Pattinson and Washington, ha- that's that. Why do this? Why? Why? Why do what? Oh, why is he this? So Aaron Taylor Johnson is one of the good guys. Like Priya, they're very, uh, uh, they're very much about nobody should know about this. So he said earlier, we're not going to leave the battlefield because nobody should know about this device. But now he's saying, oh, you know what? We can we can live. But under the condition that we all go our separate ways and we never see each other again, because if we see each other, we're going to kill each other. So he's choosing life instead of just saying we're all going to die at this moment. That's how that's how important it is for nobody to know about this device. Does that make sense? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, it does. But Pattinson is like, you know what? Take my take my part. No, you're gonna give it to Washington. Yeah, here you go. Take my part. Here, you can have two of them. Yeah, you can have two. See, so he knows he's going to die. Because he's a locksmith. So, and he's the guy who saved him at the beginning of the movie. Because he sees that uh, red uh, lace on his backpack. Uh huh. That happened at the beginning? Yeah. I thought that just happened in the tunnels. No, no, no. Um, in the beginning of the movie, in the opera sequence, there's a reverse bullet that... Ah, uh, uh, yes. 
uh, I think the reverse bullet came from Pattinson's gun uh, in the beginning. Because, like, uh, you see somebody with a backpack with a red string and that washer attached to it. And that's the same one he's wearing now. So Washington, the protagonist, now knows, like, he was the one who saved him in the in the opera house and who saved him, who opened the door uh, in this sequence. Wait, so there are four Robert Pattinson's. Holy shit. There's one at the opera house. Uh, no, there aren't. There's, Hold on. There's... Okay. Because the opera house stuff at the beginning of the movie takes place during this time. They happen at the same time. So the rubber pants, there's a, there's a rubber pants in at the opera house. There's a rubber pants in now. There's a rubber pants in doing the mission backwards. There's a rubber pants in opening up the gates. Uh, and do you think the rubber pants is also the little boy? I, <laughs> that's the five. That's a theory. So there, there may be five rubber pants. I see you at the beginning, friend. Did he say this is the end of a beautiful friendship? He said, I'll see you at the beginning, friend, but actually, you won't see him. This guy's doing this. No. You, uh, he also said, the protagonist said, whose idea was this? And Patson goes, it was your idea. In the future. So they've been friends for a long time, apparently, but they're just, that was the middle of their friendship, because they had friendship before. See, it makes sense. And we're we're here, back at the daycare, yeah. picking up boy from private school. Um. So as we near the end, is there any other question you have for me, Marcus, that I can answer? I I don't care. <laughs> Does the okay? So you say this is your favorite Nolan. No, I, I I said that at the beginning, but I'm being it's up there. I'm being it's I'm being there. I'm being playful. Uh, it's certainly up there though. I, I my favorite might be Inception, Memento. Maybe this is three or four. It's up there. Uh, my favorite's Dunkirk, pretty yeah. far ahead, I'd say. Dunkirk, but like of course, I I do I like the man's movies. I I, I think he's capable of misfires, but I generally enjoy him i think he is one of our best working filmmakers today it, it, it feels like an event when a christopher nolan film releases mm-hmm. i'm so excited for uh oppenheimer oppenheimer um all right uh marcello are you uh ready to start this commentary i'm ready to start uh i mean i'm excited i mean marcus why are we doing this because like you're confused by tenant and i'm like i i've seen yeah, this movie right yeah i've seen this movie six times so Oh, shout uh-huh. out! Shout out to Jennifer Lame, the editor. I think she did amazing work in this. My favorite editing of a movie uh, sure. of that Whatever. year. We can talk about her later if you yeah, want. Yeah, we'll talk about her later. But uh, um, yeah, I, I uh, uh, the anniversary of the original release date of Tenet is coming up on July seventeenth, and I was like, yeah, let's do a commentary on Tenet uh, because Marcus, you said maybe you don't get some things. Maybe it's like you're on the fence about. It so maybe this commentary will help yeah. will help push you into liking the movie overall. Yeah, and I, I do really hope that happens. Yeah, I, 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 do I, I do have a lot of I have a lot of respect for this movie. I think that uh, 
there's a lot of interesting things that happen in this movie. And it's just like, it's one of those movies that first time I saw it, it is kind of had to go with the flow, even though I didn't really understand it. And I did enjoy myself. I think there's some solid action sequences and stuff, but at the end of the day, I don't think I understand it. And I think that's the reason why we should do this commentary. Now I have a question for you before we start the commentary. I have a question now. We we've done the commentary. Now, what will your future self say about having done the commentary already? Oh shit, this is This is oh, well, I I do you, do you understand the question? I think my future self will come away so i think you're going to be a really good guide marcelo and i think my future self will uh appreciate it okay you'll appreciate it okay that's good that's good to hear so it would it, it, it won't be a waste of time no it's certainly not a waste of time nothing we do is a waste of time exactly yeah yeah we're creating content <laughs> And it's like one of the noblest things one can do. As content creators, uh, we aim to please, and we aim to put the best content out there for you guys. And that's that's what we're going to do in this commentary. This is going to be some A-plus content. This is going to be a very good commentary. Uh, It was spurred on by the idea on Twitter, where I was saying, like, I didn't really understand it. But Marcelo said he thinks that he could uh, take me through it. Okay, but uh, it's, it's going to be a long one. It's a two and a half it's hour a two and long and a half movie. Hour one. Um, now I, I have a question. So I do think that oh, you do have a question before one we more. start. Okay, kind of, kind of this, kind of a. a, 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 a I want to dig more into the details about uh, how you feel about the movie. So pre this, where would you put it? And you may, you may have talked about it in the commentary in the future. Pre this, where would you put it? And after the commentary, where would you put it? Where would I put what? The rating. Or how you feel about Tenant. The rating. After, or how I feel about it? After after we do the commentary, <laughs> like get- how will you have felt about Tenant after we do it? I want to know. Am I? Would you rate it higher or lower than your first time watching it? I, I'm hoping I'll rate it higher. <laughs> but well, I thought I already answered but, that question. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we should just go ahead and start the movie. Let's, I, I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I think this is kind of going off the rails. This is going off bit. the. This is going off the rails in the first five minutes of this commentary, which which yeah. is not what we should. Uh, if anything, we should be off the rails at the end of the movie. After two and a half hours. We, exactly. should, we shouldn't be off the rails. Exactly. Okay, so I'm Marcelo Pico, and this is Marcus Irving. Hello, Marcus. Yes. Uh, how, Hi. How are you feeling now? Uh, uh, I mean, you had COVID a few weeks ago. How, how, how's your health? Yeah, I've gotten over the COVID. Um, are you feeling... You know, I'm having some family issues right now I'd rather not get into. But, yeah. Uh, you know, otherwise, I think I'm doing all right. Well, I, I wish you the best, uh, and I hope all the listeners out there are also feeling the same. Uh, not, not not the same yes. as you. Uh, I'm just saying they should feel like they should be on your side and say, hey, get, get at it, Marcus. 
Yeah. So I think uh, we are going to press play on this movie. Yeah. Uh, let's oh, go yeah, ahead yeah. and uh, do our countdown. We'll do. Okay. So yeah, we're paused. Well, we're, we're paused at the oh, logo. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers. Pause the WWE. The, yeah. the, the WWB logo. Here, so we go. Here we go. So yeah, we're, we're all synced up. Here we go. Three, two, Three, one. Two, one. Play. Hit it. Okay. Welcome to another Talk Film Society commentary. 